regular like surf from Rome. Not like, whoa, dude. I'm on the Rubicon. I mean, like, S-E-R-F. Were there a lot of surfs like that? Okay. (laughs) Surfs up. Yeah, right. (laughs) Lords down. Wow. Uh, A uh, a surf, a plebeian. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you took him to the modern day. Mm -hmm. How long could you have him there before he just started vomiting violently and continuously at the cacophony of our modern life and media production? I have no idea. Yeah. Uh... Don't even worry about it. This is my Roman accent. Yeah, right. Don't even worry about it. He's I'm from Rome. Dude. It's the biggest city in the world. And uh, it, there's like 35 different nationalities. And there's people, there's my people, there's gladiator games. You know, my house burned down last week. No problem. You bring him here. You show two seconds of cake boss. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Right. The spit sells it, but this is the this is an ancient Roman spit. Uh, Spiticus. Spiticus. Um, wow. Uh, I have no idea. I mean, our media is so relentless, right? And it's it, it's a lot of <laughs> you know is. we have to have music so behind everything. Context. Everything is very much produced. Yeah, you need so you know? much context. Yeah, I don't watch. Uh, Walk off or what's the, is it a Netflix the Netflix show hmm. with uh, with drag queens? I don't know what it's called. It's something like that. Okay, but it's like I don't watch that, and uh-huh. if you did watch it, you'd have to know who RuPaul was first of all, you know, in civilian clothes, to be excited right. when he comes on to consult or or something like that, a guest uh-huh. appearance, and then like when they're dishing in all the <laughs> interviews and the one on ones. You have to understand who all the people are and stuff like that. It's just, it would be impossible. Or if you were watching, if you're from Rome and you're watching, um, say, Robin Hood, uh-huh. like the Robin Hood movie. Sure. You're, you'd have to understand that this is, so you're from 2,000 years ago. This is from 1,500 years ago. Uh-huh. And he's like, well, I don't care about this. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The they have a bow that's that's compound. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah, this, is, this is life-changing. Yeah, I mean that would be life changing. <laughs> I can't even. Wait, imagine. where are all their vases? Yeah, right. They have. They drink from these little cups that, that are. Oh, they're metal. Yeah, right. Well, don't, what wouldn't they get poisoning? Lead poisoning. <laughs> this is incredible. <laughs> all the pipes in Rome couldn't have been lead, could they? I don't know. Maybe I have no idea. What's everybody doing? Um, I, 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 I have no idea. I want you to know that they. Not anymore, but in 2018, Marvel was looking for a female who appears to be Caucasian. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Racist. Uh, 20s to 30s, height 5'2 to 5'4, bust 32B, 32D, we're not picky, waist 25 to 27, hips 36 to 38, dress size 0 to 4. Mm-hmm. We can't go above 4. Yeah, right. Hair color blonde. Uh-huh. <laughs> Right. So apparently, I don't know, ScarJo is short and her hair was blonde in Avengers 4. Uh-huh. But apparently this this is an old news story, but this is all the, uh, all the, you, you, you could learn, this is the, the litmus test. I'm getting, this, I'm putting this all together in my head. Yeah, yeah. Because all you're doing is saying, uh-huh. So since the burden of, of keeping the show going is on me, 
it's I, I have to assemble this all in my head like Avengers. Okay, get it out. Everybody assumed that it was for Brie Larson's butt because yeah. they took one picture of her where her butt looked flat, mm-hmm. and then since we all hate Brie Larson, uh, that we we just ran with that. I don't and think everybody the, hates Brie Larson. And of all the news, uh, all the news outlets that you follow. Uh, that was the litmus test for which ones were sexist because they all just gleefully ran with this, this uh-huh. flat butt bitch. Oh, yeah, I gotta right. go find somebody. Right. So right. please send a us a headshot, a front shot, and 30 back shots. Yeah, right. <laughs> Should I send the headshot still? <laughs> <laughs> or do, do you just want the back stuff? Yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, we probably want the headshot still, anyways, but yeah, I know. It seems like kind of like ridiculous. Like, kind of like. Do you really need it if this is what you're um, you're not going to be shooting me from my front at all. So that's awesome. But I mean, like, I don't I haven't spent a lot of time like, you know, analyzing Brie Larson's butt, but I'm sure it's fine. Uh huh. Right. You know, you take a picture with a long lens. It flattens everything. And these mm-hmm. are spy photos from three blocks away. Yeah. Of them filming a closed set. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I'll go to bat for Brie Larson's butt. Look, look. Wow. Uh, I'm all in on Brie Larson's butt. Okay, great. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you're here to bat for Brie Larson's butt. Sure, it's great. Yeah. Get all off right. your, go outside. Get off your internet forums, weirdos. <laughs> hey, weirdos, welcome to the show. Yeah. It's a Just Enough Trope podcast. I'm your host, Caliban, joined as always by my co-host. Hi, I'm Mikan Hana. Is that our names? Yeah, that's our, those are our names. And we're here to report the all the news that's fit to cast in the world of nerdy entertainment. It's hard to remember sometimes because we have a lot of these shows. We, we do. Uh, today, we are talking about butts. Are we? A little mm, bit. Partially. In a way. Yeah. We're talking about butts partial because butts. Uh, we are continuing our partial butts. Yeah. You don't want partial a partial butt. <laughs> Just imagine these butt cheeks I, walking I down the street. I don't know why this Not individual butt head. cheeks walking on their own. I mean, they're attached uh, to a hot girl. Right, right, right. Yes. Uh, um... I don't know why this came into my head. Maybe because we were talking about Brie Larson's butt and also Cake Boss, but I am imagining her a... sitting on a cake. No, hot. Right? I, I'm oh, imagining sorry. a cake that looks like uh, a Brie butt. Larson's butt. Yeah, you cut into the butt. Uh huh. Oh, I, I want the edge piece. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's always got the most uh, definition. Right. Um. Yeah, we're talking about Black Widow. I'm continuing our reading series of Black Widow yeah. comic books. Yeah. Who uh, did not have a title that was that was hers for a long, long time. Right. And I put myself in the corner that you usually put me in. I don't know when it was. Oh, <laughs> but, when it when she. But first it was got her relatively own. recently. Yeah. Um, having her own solo t- ongoing title. Book. Uh, I don't yeah. know if it was the Nathan Edmondson one, but it was in the last ten years or so. Okay. Wow. Now, like all Marvel characters. She gets one that reboots itself every eight months or so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, As yeah. you do. But at the time, uh, people wanted to see some Black Widow. Uh, she has been around since the 60s, of course, created mm-hmm. by Don Heck and Stan Lee. Yes. And um, she um, had gained popularity due to her inclusion in the Marvel Knights um, sort of avenue, uh, boulevard of sure. Marvel uh, Entertainment in the late 90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's people like Punisher. Knights, like K-N-I-G-H-T-S. That's yeah. the, you know, Punisher, Daredevil. They took all these flagging titles and uh, kind of gave them a, a grittier, you know, street level, street hero feel. Right. And Black Widow was a part of them, although I'd argue she has no business Topping part snatchers or whatever. She's like an international yeah. woman of mystery. Right. That's not really something that she does, but. Yeah. Meh. 
But um, she's doing it now. Right. In the series that we read. Yeah. Which is a continuation of the uh, us reading just the kind of mini series. They put out a series of mini series to yes. tempt people with Black Widow and tried to, even though they moved through different artists and writers, tried to tell an ongoing story uh, developing Natasha as a character. And it yep. paid off because we got uh, her in the MCU. She's a yeah. critical part of the MCU. Yeah. And has a movie that has been pushed back again, but we'll talk about that later. Yes. So yes. we're reading the second Richard K. Morgan miniseries, mm-hmm. a six-issue series called Black Widow, The Things They Say About Her. Yeah. And we uh, we talked about Homecoming, I think, back in May, May. of this year. Did you remember so. anything about Homecoming? Vaguely. It came to me as I was reading it. <laughs> yeah, I had to. I actually stopped and like, the funny thing is, is that these were pretty popular at the time, but they just didn't, it wasn't exactly a pre-internet time, but there's just nothing really on the internet about them. Mm-mm. It's interesting. Um, they're mentioned in wikis and sure. for people who are Black Widow fans, but I was just trying to get, give me a paragraph give me a summary of what happened yeah. in Black Widow Homecoming and you can't find it. So maybe... um. The first part of our segment will be us playing a little game where we try to Remember. reconstruct what the hell happened in Black Widow Homecoming. Yeah, okay, <laughs> but, sure. So we'll do that. We'll be talking about the news, of course, as well. And um, how are you doing? I'm doing okay, you know. Uh, Anything going on in the world? <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> like, ever, how do you want me to answer that question? Is there ever not things going on in the world i mean probably not but it just seems like 2020 is just such a do you remember in 2016 how people were like oh man what a dumpster fire of a year it started with 2015 i think did it start in 2015 well now i can't remember i rem- Somebody just remember somebody big died in, in 2015 i can't remember who it is now but we were like oh man the world oh, oh uh, uh, uh david bowie that was 2016 prince 2016 People were doing it in 2015. I okay, I don't well, remember it. 2016 I, was the start of it. Maybe. I, I remember it in 2016, and I just think that the it, it looking back on it, I mean, yeah, that's when Trump first got elected president, and there were a lot of other horrible things that happened that year. But it just seems so cute and quaint now that we thought that that was horrible. I mean, if 2016 was a dumpster fire, I think this is like 2020 is like a junkyard fire. You know, um, that's nice. I, I would have doubled down for comedic purposes. So oh. it's like a fire at the factory where they make dumpsters <laughs> okay <laughs> all right that works too um, just a uh, conveyor belt of dumpsters it's on just fire. A, yeah the foundry <laughs> is aflame uh yeah um <laughs> i mean we don't do politics a lot on this show but this isn't even political this is just an observation mm. so the guy's got covid19 right yeah and there's i mean there's all kinds of he has to he let, let's let him worry about him having COVID-19. Yeah, let's. <laughs> Not just physically, but, you know, yeah, you get it. Yeah. But he, I think it was today, uh, he's at Walter Reed. Yes. And, uh, and so today, you know, he's got some supporters are outside the the hospital, you know, like not the opposite of protesting, just being supportive or whatever. Right, right. Which is weird, we don't have a word for that. Mm-hmm. I think that says a lot. That is kind of weird. A vigil, maybe? Not... Nope, that's when somebody dies. No. I don't well, think you have one turn before. Into a but the point is, is that <laughs> to show them, because he is a populist, to uh-huh. show them that he's like, yeah, yeah, thanks. Thanks for the support. He's not scheduled. He's not been discharged. No. And he's not scheduled at any time. They think he'll probably get out Monday, maybe, because he's not doing too bad. But supposedly, we don't know. Mm-hmm. 
So they put him in an SUV and he drove around like the roundabout, like in front of the hospital. And it was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> and that so that silly. on its face is like so stupid. Yep. But he is a a coronavirus, COVID nineteen positive human being. We know that. There's no. <laughs> we we the tests are in everybody. He's yeah. in the hospital. Yeah. And we put him in a van yep. with six secu- Secret Service guys who presumably to... are not COVID-19 it's positive, so but will now soon be COVID-19 positive. Well, you need to test them and you need to disinfect that van and, you know, all yeah. This, yeah. He could have just done another two-minute hate, you know, on, on a Twitter video or something. Or why not, like, go to a window and wave at people from a window? Yeah, did they do that all the time? Yeah. that. Seems like it would have been far less of a production and I know. less stupid. He needs so. a Trump mobile, like the Pope, right? Let's get him a Trump mobile. Is it going to have horrible orange quaff on top of it? Like what's orange quaff? Like his hair, his horrible uh, hair, I'm like not, a horrible cartoon version. I'm not of his doing hair. goddamn Cheeto in the White House. I didn't drunk say that. Jokes. That's not what this I segment is. I did not is. say that. <laughs> Those words did not leave my mouth. I was talking about his hair, not his skin complexion. I wasn't talking about complexion. (laughs) The hair. A troll doll in chief. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, right. Yeah, all right. We shall overcome. Let's talk about the news. It just brings everybody down, man. Yep. He just brings everybody down. Yep, that's exactly. We just, we're, the show's just cracking along, doing fine. Then we just want to make a little comment, and now it's it's. it's Let's not talk about him anymore. Okay, we're done. We're done. (laughs) No more bringing it down. Um, as much as we can. I don't feel like there used to be this much news. (laughs) I think that there. Have I lowered my my bar for what news is? I don't. I mean, maybe, but I think we are pumping through the news, and we got some trailers to talk about too. Well, I think, but like part of it is that you know, with COVID nineteen. there's not a lot of actual things happening. So then there's just like news and like we're talking about deals that are hap- that are being made and deals that are being broken. And you yeah, know but what Hollywood I mean? Is suppo- I mean, Hollywood's kind of ramping them back up now, but it was all through this thing. Hollywood was idle. Right. And yet we were still had plenty of things to report on. Yeah, I know. I mean, our doors are open mm-hmm. <laughs> because the work is still there to be done. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, uh, let's talk about some of that work. I wanted to mention first, uh, real quick before we move on, that um, sadly, the singer of the classic feminist theme, I Am Woman, Helen Reddy, has passed away at the age of 78. Yeah, I heard about that. That's too bad. Um, you know, it's not that terribly old, so... No. Yeah. Um, I actually heard they, they played the song on the radio earlier this week in honor of her, and I... <laughs> heard it what they did i know the channel you listen to and you're always telling me about how they're playing like something in honor of or because something happened and it's like Mm -hmm. what do they play normally clearly it's not that important they can just bump it for hey it's st patrick's day here's the (laughs) here's the replacement the way they approach it is they have some wiggle room right like they have certain things i know how to program a radio station yeah 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 yeah. But I'm just saying, apparently it's not. They don't They don't have any obligations to any label. No payola's going on, I, I guess. I guess. It's not the replacements. It's the commitments. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Right. <laughs> the replacements are from Minneapolis. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't say anything. Oh, sorry. That's a, th- see, normally they would be playing the replacements. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, they're going right. to bump them for the commitments, uh-huh. ironically. Sure. 
They're right. replacing the replacements. I understand what you're doing. For the commitments. Yes. And they committed to the replacements that they would play them, but now they're being replaced. Yes. <laughs> Just, I followed you, all of that. We need a code where you're, where you're like, it's, it's clever. It's, yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Just pat me on the head. Okay. Patting you on the head from far away. Well, for, well verbally. Yeah. Okay. Good job. <laughs> anyway. All right. Very uh, funny. <laughs> shut up. All right. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about uh, let's talk about TV news. Uh, okay. Dwayne the Rock Johnson is having a big week, which is going to become a big month. Mm. Uh, he, uh, of course, earlier in the month it was or last month it was announced that he um, things were announced uh, about his uh, Black Adam film. Yes, uh, coming off of a DC Fandom, we know now that Aldous Hodge uh, will be playing Hawkman uh, in yes. that film. Yes, um, those two characters are connected because. You know, the earlier incarnation of Hawkman was in the ancient times and probably fought with Black oh, Adam right. at times. Oh, right. Black Adam is in, pretty uh, old, In right? Kandak, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's from that time. Right. Uh, so that's good. Um, he also uh, endorsed Joe Biden and Kamala Harris for president and vice president, if anybody cares about that. All right. And uh, it's also been announced that his show, The Young Rock, will be going forward at NBC, and they've got their main cast now, too. The Young Rock? I didn't know about this. It's a show based on... His life? His life, I think, uh, in an Everybody Hates Chris That's kind of scenario. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Okay. And, um, Interesting. I think it's going to... I mean, it's Young Rock. It's going to involve wrestling in some way. Okay. This seems to be the, the best... Interesting. And really the only way that you can get wrestlers and their stories into films. Huh. You know, you can do like a Ready to Rumble. Right. That's not good. Uh-huh. But you can make like a wrestler, which is there is no real Randy the Ram, but his everything that happens in the film is, you know, th- things that it's believable probably happen to other wrestlers. Yeah, sure. Uh, or you get something like Fighting With My Family, mm-hmm. uh, which is, a you know, about Paige's life mm-hmm. and um, was produced by The Rock. So, yeah, this seems to be like a good way to go. So this is, is otherwise this... it's just Triple H is going to show up in Blade 3 and that doesn't help anybody. Is this a movie or a TV series? TV series. NBC. Oh, OK. Mm-hmm. OK. All right, so it is going to be kind of like everybody hates Chris. Is like The Rock going to do like a voiceover like Chris Rock or? He'd be a fool to not. Yeah. Yeah, right. He'd be a fool to not. <laughs> I'd be like, let me tell you something about the little, the little rock. <laughs> I, was, I was just a pebble. <laughs> and my mom said. And then you start the thing, right? And then at the end of every episode, he'd be like, well, we, we found the handcuff key eventually. <laughs> but it doesn't matter where the handcuff key is. Because you smell. Oh, the rock is cooking. <laughs> Do it like that. Yes. That was the day that I learned to raise one eyebrow by his Yeah, right. <laughs> and I learned that not all your problems can be solved by raising your eyebrow. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, something like that. So I think okay. we got it. All right. Um, um, could be good. Yeah, that's great. Uh, <laughs> in other TV news, mm-hmm. I'm sure you've heard that uh, HBO is going uh, to do this um, Godfather uh, making of movie. No, I had not heard that. Maybe, like the, is it uh, HBO? Is, it's the original Godfather film? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's produced by Coppola, obviously. Okay. I believe. Okay. Actually, I'm I'm literally just making things up now. Oh, okay. I thought that this was going to be at HBO, but maybe I'm thinking about the DC deal, which has nothing to do with. Oh, okay. This. But maybe. anyway, uh, yeah. So Barry Levinson is uh, doing a film called Francis and the Godfather, uh, which okay. will be about the making of the Godfather. All right. Which um, I don't know. 
I mean, just be like interviewing people. That doesn't really interest. No, no, no. This will be a, a drama. What? Yeah, it's about. I the... thought it was going to be a documentary. No, it's it's a it's a blacklist script about the behind the scenes of making it. And allow me to okay. center this in your mind uh, with some casting. Oscar Isaac will be playing Coppola, and Jake Gyllenhaal what? will be playing Robert Evans, the producer. You know. I'm Robert Evans. Oh my goodness. Okay. NBC Sports Network. Okay. Who's going to be playing Michael Corleone? Good question. Yeah. We don't know. Okay. I'm guessing the behind the scenes stuff is going to be more prevalent than what we see the reenactments of them filming the film. Oh, they'll, they'll, we'll get it from another angle, you know? Uh So like Sonny will be wailing on whoever's playing James Conn, probably maybe his kid. I don't know. Yeah, right. Uh, We'll be wailing on uh, Fredo, not Fredo. Uh, Who's Connie's? I don't remember. Uh, this is, I got to tell you right now. Mm-hmm. This is, you never, ask, I always ask you how you are. You don't ask me how I how am. How are you? And I am, I'm tired. Okay. <laughs> I'm really tired. All right. I'm drained. All right. All right. And it's not going to get any better. Uh, we need to like start thinking about vacations. Okay. Let's go to that Voyager thing. Yeah. Just to get away for a weekend. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll book that. Okay. But anyway, uh, <laughs> what was his name? Paul? No, not Polly. They all have one name. I don't remember. I, this is terrible. <laughs> is, is this interesting to anybody? Does anybody care? Connie's okay. boyfriend. I don't know. Husband. Husband. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Boyfriend. Awful cool for you. All right. All, all right. right. Anyway, a Conan the Barbarian, Barbarian TV series is in the work at Netflix. Okay. I'm um, just not is... excited no. about that. No. I just... I guess what I want to say to Netflix is maybe have some like more original Slow ideas. Slow down, buddy. Yeah. Slow down. Yeah. I would have killed for this 15 years ago. Yeah. Now knowing just, Netflix. Everything is a remake now. But, and yeah, but like, now knowing Netflix, I know this is going to suck, right? It's going to be garbage. They're not going to understand what made Conan great. And right. here's the thing. Conan the movies are, are a lot different than the Conan the stories. Sure. Right. Um, I don't know. I haven't. I'm not familiar with the stories. I. Why are you narrowing your eyes at me? Haven't we read a? Thanks for no, no, we have not. A not comic for the book show. Or something? I haven't. I have not. No. He's just not. On the list, I mean, Schwarzenegger's I interpretation of the character is great. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I really like that movie. But yeah, the movie's great. But he's not. Um, you going somewhere? <laughs> it's no. like you're in a rush. No, I'm not. Uh, I know there's a lot of news to get through, uh, but uh, but it's different. You know, he's Conan is smart. He's a smart guy. He's not cursed with a you know a, a vast education, mm-hmm. but he's a, he's a clever guy. You know, he's he's kind of funny and he's. Yeah, you know. I'm not exactly sure that that all that came through in the film with no. Schwarzenegger. No, he's just got to solve the riddle of steel and kill Thulsa Doom. Like that's yeah. that's the right. thing. Right. And then he gets a girlfriend, but then he loses a girlfriend. Right. Spoilers. Yeah. But he gets Mako. Yeah. He ends up with Mako at the end. Uh-huh. Uh, so we don't know really much about it, but uh, no word on casting or anything, but it's just like the Cowboy Bebop show. It's like, oh, the Cowboy Bebop show's back on track. Great. Great. <laughs> I thought maybe a fan like broke John Cho's leg to keep this thing from- No, come on. From coming out, because we no. know it's going to suck. I know, but I'm gonna, probably going to watch it Their the stuff show, just anyways. lacks a certain- Je ne sais quoi, you know, it just lacks a spark. They make stuff yes. and it's like, eh. although you love that Sabrina, though. I do. 
I do. Um, <laughs> it doesn't want to, then you just undermine the entire argument. Uh, why? Let's talk really important TV series like the Ms. Marvel series that is in development for Disney Plus. Yes. They have cast, listen to this name because it's the first time you've heard it, Iman Vellani to play the title role. Yes. She has never done anything, I don't think. No. So this will be her first big thing. I think that's fine. I think it's totally fine to, to cast an unknown. I, you, you seem not excited about that. Um, I'm not. I kind of equate Disney Plus with Netflix right now. They have mm. to prove to me that they, you know, except for The Mandalorian, like, I don't really like anything on Disney Plus. Okay, but maybe you're not a big Disney fan in general. Um, and Take that back. What? I'm a Disney fan. Okay, well, what has, like, Disney Plus, a lot of their new stuff... Uh, there, there, there's stuff that's just been on Disney that was made just for the streaming service. A lot of it hasn't even come out yet. And the only thing I've ever really seen that that was just for Disney Plus was The Mandalorian. So I feel like I can't really judge a whole lot yet. I think maybe maybe you're going off of what we've seen so we've, with the trailer for this... Wanda Wanda and Vision. Uh, yeah, Wanda, yeah, Wanda, WandaVision. Wanda and Vision. Yeah, WandaVision. So we sorry. have the same amount of experience. I'm negative on it, and you're positive, and neither of us have any, have any justification for our opinion. I liked The Mandalorian. That's my justification. Show, prove me, prove me wrong. I'm, I I'm the guy the with the coffee cup. The Mandalorian was okay. Okay, I really enjoyed <laughs> you're it. Steven Crowder. Yeah, right. Oh, well, I well, wish you told me that. Uh... <laughs> We're an odd couple. We are. Da-na, da-na, da-na. That's the odd couple, right? I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. How do you feel about uh, lasagna? Was he going to make a lasagna? No, he's going to make a meatloaf. I, uh, we did this. I can't remember. We did it on co-videos. Meatloaf. I think he was making a meatloaf, but then later he gets spaghetti thrown at him. Or he doesn't matter about the meatloaf. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Human Muppet, Walter yeah. Matthau. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Murphy is creating a limited series at Netflix about yeah. the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Yeah. Yeah, I hate everything about this. Does he just gets first pick on gay slash crime stories at this point? Kind of seems that way, especially but as like far as him like and Netflix gay, have a good thing going, I guess. As far as a gay crime story, which doesn't sound as, it's not as cool as it sounds. It sounds really interesting, doesn't uh, it? Is this his speed? What do you mean? Jeffrey Dahmer. He's going to make Jeffrey Dahmer hot. It's going to be some hot guy is going to yeah. play Jeffrey Dahmer. Yep. Let's not. This is unequivocally a disaster. Like the Jeffrey Dahmer story, there is no light at the end of the tunnel for the Jeffrey Dahmer story. It's just a bad story. The guys. Who are we rooting for in the Jeffrey Dahmer story? <laughs> yeah. Well, it, they just made that Ted Bundy show on Netflix too, and it's like, uh, look. I mean, I, I don't want to. I don't want to identify with Ted. That was the problem with Ted Bundy. Yeah. He was hot. Yeah. Well. Um. I mean, I guess here, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna present something. Present. Um. So uh, Netflix also did Mindhunter, which really enjoyed, but that was like you're you're following more like the the people who work for the FBI than the um the serial killers. Yeah. But you do kind of sympathize with well. They're human they're, beings. They're, they're presented as human beings, right? Which which I liked that, but you you you're not following them. It's not their story. It's not. Right. You know, the Ed Kemper story. Well, maybe so, we don't know. Maybe it's, it's called the Jeffrey Dahmer story, which seems to say that it's going to be Jeffrey Dahmer's story, but maybe yeah. it will be a similar thing. I'm sure it will follow, you know, in the vein of um, American Crime Story, um, 
the the, the people involved. So mm-hmm. we'll follow the uh, the arresting officers, you know, or we'll follow um, follow the victims, the public defender, you know, that that uh, defended him in court or whatever. Yeah, we'll right. follow the yeah. There's 17 episodes, and it's right. every one of them starts with. <laughs> That's God. horrible. That's I, but horrible. I know every, but that's what I've done this in my mind already, and I just can't think of a good approach to this that could why be performed. Why are we telling this story by the Glee guy? Yeah, I know. I just why are we telling this? Why step do we back. care? That's just step back. Yeah. That's that's step back and step by. That's the message to everybody that we're talking about in the show today. Everybody uh, is going too hard. Everybody needs to just pull back, rethink what they're doing, and just not it's us, like, us too. Okay. Vacation required. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs to step back. Well, I mean, it's like, you know, not every single idea that you have is a good idea. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just want to, did he pitch this or did, did they find him? I, I just want to see know. him sitting down there like, Ryan, it's always great to get you a water or something, anything, cappuccino. Always great to talk to you. Loved uh, last season of American Horror Story. He lied. Uh, right. You know, what, what do you got for us, guys? It's Milwaukee, Wisconsin. The year is 1988. There's a skull with some change in it. Yeah. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Just Ryan, yeah. is great. Is it going to be like an American horror story, great. like Jeffrey Dahmer? Yeah. Is he going to like whack it out? And he's going to be like, uh, he'll, you know, we'll we'll cast a uh, George C. Scott, you know, actor to follow him around. Like he's seeing these things in real life. He loved the uh, Exorcist three. That was like, um, Oh, okay. Um, sure. Cause it's like a power fantasy. He liked the possessed character in that or whatever. I think you told me that. So go get Brad Dourif, you know, and Brad Dourif's like, I don't know, buddy, what are you going to, what are you going to do this guy? You got your hydrochloric acid. There's no, there isn't any good angle on this. No. It's disgusting. Didn't Ryan Murphy do the uh, nurse ratchet? Yes. thing that just came out right oh, netflix i know he, he i'm he's, sick of talking about netflix he's doing doing a we lot need a netflix, with netflix moratorium we just don't yeah. report on netflix news and we're gonna that's like 90 percent of the news oh that's the answer i asked at the beginning of the segment why do we do so much news netflix netflix dang you netflix <sighs> any other tv news here i don't know you, Did tell you know me. that cops is filming new episodes i thought they were done yep. with cops i thought they canceled yep. it and, and i think Think that would have been a good idea. It was. A, it was a great idea. Yeah. And they are quietly now filming new episodes no. in America. Listen to me, for foreign distribution. But here's the deal. What? Here's the deal. Yeah. So, a couple things. One, that show should never have existed, ever to I begin hate with. Everything about this. Yeah. Two. Now it's just the rest of the world laughing at us. Why? Why do we want this? Aren't we already three, a laughing stock? Why are we making it worse? And three, you can't you can't hide things anymore. You can't just play this in Bulgaria and we don't know about it. We know about it. Yeah, because you'll have digital distribution. Yeah. And then it'll just eventually, well, people will just download the show. Yes. And then also just regular distribution companies that distrib- distribute everywhere, but also in America, will go like, well, why aren't we getting a piece of this? And they'll work out some deal, and then cops will be back. So the cops this, is coming back. This is dumb. Yeah, this is dumb. It's I horrifying. It. Yeah, it's terrible. Yep. Just brings everything down it so does. far. Yeah. All right, let's talk about movies. Okay. I don't really care if we missed any TV. Oh, uh, the um, Sandman adaptation um, might have cast Morpheus and a guy named Tom Sturridge. Not familiar with him. Oh, okay. <sighs> We wanted a lot of newcomers to get jobs, and it's, it's happening. Yeah. Let's talk about films. Uh, Moonlight director Barry Jenkins will be helming yes. a Lion King sequel 
Yes. Presumably to come out in theaters, but told me about we don't that. know. Is this live action then? Yes. Okay. Did you see the not excitement on my face? Yes. Now um, you have to now you have to follow through on Pumbaa having a case of the not gays because it was really important to you to show us that Pumbaa and Timon were not lovers in the live action one by putting uh, Pumbaa and Timon's kids in. And they were kids that, you know, they weren't like a cross between a meerkat. <laughs> <laughs> Although that would have been adorable. So now you got to bring him back and you're going to have to like double down on that. And people are going to be mad about that. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, I didn't see the, the live action one. Yeah, I didn't I, either. I just... It's just, it looks like Uncanny Valley to me. And um, I don't understand the point of making it quote unquote live action and it's just a different form of animation. You, I just don't understand it. Yeah. And I can't wrap animals my head around emote it. so well, too. You made a point to me because I saw, um, what was I? I saw Black is King, I think, on, oh, yep. on Disney Plus. Mm hmm. I saw. I mean, I mean, I saw it. You, in the, you saw in the, it advertised, um, right? Yeah, available right. to watch. It was like an HBO Max, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, and it was. And I was like, how is that connected to the Lion King? I know it's got Beyonce. And you were like, no, no. Some of the songs from Lion King are in yeah. Black is King. Yeah. Lion King, Black is King. Is that what it is? Anyway, I don't know. And I was like, okay, so I guess Disney helped her produce it. I didn't know that. I thought that I it was her movie. I think maybe they did. I don't know for sure. I mean, it it, it well, anyway, was on Disney Plus. Anyway, so yeah. Anyway, yeah. So I guess it's fair to say that the new Lion King, which I know features like a black cast, is, yes. And I don't just remember. This is the 21st century. It's a black movie. I don't mean it's barbershop right. or whatever. Right, right, right. I'm just saying that. Finally, studios have learned through things like Black Panther that they can, you know, market all kinds of stuff, both to the black audience, but also to a general audience yeah. and have black actors in it. And I think that's great. Yeah. But why is Barry Jenkins directing it? Clearly because it is black cinema, right? Mm-hmm. Because he is Bill Street, Moonlight Guy. Yeah, and he's, right. This is his, he did too, well-acclaimed pictures right yes yes so now it's marvel knock knock come work for us right but he's i guess i'm trying to save his reputation here i that he's not just selling out he's keeping it in his brand a little because this is a little bit yeah black cinema yes otherwise he's just a big sellout Uh uh-huh wow (laughs) and we check out our review of moonlight on co-videos as well yeah uh I'm, I'm not really worried about him selling out. I like how, like, people, I think it's, people are hungry for stories of the black experience, and I think yes. that's great. Yes. But people talk about, yeah, Moonlight won Best Picture, but they talk about that, and they talk about Bill Street, and they're like, you know, they're good. They're good. He's maybe not a great filmmaker. It's possible. Yeah. Um, I really wish, I thought, I've been thinking about Moonlight lately. I haven't. Um, <laughs> I, I haven't well, I'll, I'll tell you why. Maybe because we, we talked about this earlier this week off the air, but, um, uh, I wish I liked it more, you yeah. know, like I wish it was, I wish a, it was better. I wish it was a better story. Yeah. yeah. And I, I wish that, uh, um, gosh, am I saying his name right? Uh, Mahershala Ali, um, Mahershala Ali, Mahershala Ali, Mahershala Ali. Uh, I really liked that character. I wish he was in the film more. He's barely in the film. He won an Oscar for it, which is great, but he yeah. is, Seriously, it's it's I, I think it's surprising that he's barely in it. But I mean, it's it's not really he's not the protagonist. But, you know, anyways, that, those are my thoughts. 
but uh, <laughs> no, I thank you for your thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, speaking of uh, minorities uh, in film, uh, Chadwick Boseman, we recently uh, learned, um, thanks to Sienna Miller, that mm-hmm. he donated part of his pay on the movie they did together, 21 Bridges, uh, to combat the pay disparity between them, basically. Yeah, yeah, which is was, just, just And he could do again. that because he was a producer on the film. Yeah. And so he's on this film. What a nice guy. He's like, I want, um, I want uh, Sienna Miller. And the studio's like, uh, well, you know, we can't afford her. And he's like, we're going to get her. And so they got her, but she agreed, I guess, to do less. But then he went in and went, no, just give her give her some of my money. Yeah. And I don't know if we're starting to learn that maybe he was, he did a lot of good things, but he really liked secrecy for some reason. Maybe he's just humble. He but might just uh, be humble. But we only know this yeah. because he died and then Santa Miller went on like a talk show or something and she's like, well, he's dead, so I can tell you. Like he he did this for me. Yeah, right, right. I I get just get the feeling that maybe he was kind of a private person. That's kind of what I. That's get. cool. That's fine. Yeah, right. Yeah. But he's doing like cool stuff that's inspiring. Oh, I know. If you're a hero, you don't you can't save people in secret. Yeah, I mean, I I get your point too. But sometimes I think some people just want to be anonymous in their good deeds, or or you know mm. what I mean, yeah. or. Or, you know, I, I, I mean, I get him keeping his, his illness a secret. That's totally understandable. So Yeah, but you could also in- inspire other cancer survivors. Okay, and... I guess I see your point. But, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. What about Zac Efron? Should he keep it secret that he's going to be in a Firestarter reboot? You know who else has to be stopped? What? Plumhouse. Yeah. Step st- step back. Step back and stand by. Okay, I don't I never saw a Firestarter, so I don't This I've... guy with he's got he's got a reverse mohawk, you know, it's shaved on top, but it's uh comes out of this okay, it's a prodigy joke. Yo, prodigy. Yeah, I remember Prodigy Prodigy. No. I remember that song. Yeah, okay. No, um, little uh little Drew Barrymore is the Firestarter. It's Stephen King novel uh... or novella, short story. Okay. She's a All right. Starter. I know what you're talking about now, but I, I definitely have not seen it. And the so. twist is she's a girl. Why is that? A... Firestarter video. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Zach Efron's going to be in it. Presumably he's going to play the dad of the girl, I guess. <laughs> I don't think that he's going to be the Firestarter. Yeah, I, don't, I would be surprised. Okay. All right. Hey, man, give me that moose. Yeah, right. No, we're all out of moose. Oh, there's going to be a fire over here. Yeah. <laughs> no, the hairspray. Yeah, right. Uh, that's a little bit of movie news. <laughs> We've got some more. Uh, the I don't know a lot about this story. Uh, I'll try to do my best to paint a picture for you, but I don't know the details, and I encourage you to look it up on your own. But the Writers Guild, in the wake of the um, Oscars and the Academy, putting these new uh, things in place to um, ensure minority representation in the production of films. The Writers Guild Mm -hmm. has now um, basically petitioned the Academy to consider AIDS discrimination when they are developing their rules for Best Picture. Okay. And what do they mean when they say that? Well, there are... exactly. Like that, that maybe young directors don't get nominated or something like that? Well, as part of the new... As part of the rules that they released in in September, yeah, um, they have you know they're trying to not only um, encourage representation of minorities, mm. but also LGBTQ people, right. uh, women, um, people with uh, cognitive disability, 
um, people deaf or hard of hearing. Okay. And they didn't mention age at all. And so the Writers Guild, or at least a, um, a group inside the Writers Guild, has um, wants to encourage them to consider uh, older old people as a uh, as a diversity category. Old people? Do old people get discriminated against as writers a lot? Well, age discrimination Age discrimination exists. is real. Yeah, and that's a so real thing. They feel like that Okay, I mean, I guess enough people f- felt like this was something to bring up, so I'm okay. Some people wrote a letter. <laughs> but then again, some people also walked over a bridge in Selma, didn't they? Yeah, wow. One guy in particular nailed uh, something to a door. Okay. All right. One guy got nailed to a cross. Okay. Yeah. As long as Clint Eastwood dies, then come to us. But Clint Eastwood is going to star in the new movie that he is helping write and direct. So yeah. I don't know if he's... He seems like... <laughs> he's like 95 years old. Uh-huh. So... When he dies, or when they tell him he can't make a movie, then come see me. That's how I kind of feel about this. <laughs> I don't think that anybody's ever going to tell Clint Eastwood he can't make a movie. I just don't think that's going to happen. Or he'd shoot him. Or he'd uh, just, like, get a chair out. No, Clint, don't do it. <laughs> oh, so I, uh, so, I, so I can't make a movie, huh? Clint, yeah, stop right, it, right, Clint. Right, stop exactly. talking to that empty chair. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't know why. Is it because I'm too old? Or is it... <laughs> Just like he'll he'll wear himself out. Um, let's talk about Hocus Pocus. Okay. And the fact that it is on top of the box office 30 years after it originally came out. Yeah. This is a weird year. It it's is a weird. weird year. Yeah. What a weird year. They re-released it, I guess. For Was it for like this entire month or something like that? It's out this know. last weekend. Yes. Okay. All right. People love this movie. I, I, I know because they, I see a lot of posts on Facebook about it. Um, yeah. It's been a while since I've seen it. I mean, I remember liking it when I was a kid, but I haven't watched it since I've become more critical of films, so I don't know how well <laughs> it like stands up in my estimation. Um, but It's like a Disney film, right? Yeah, yeah. About witches? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, keep that in mind as okay. we uh, move on. Okay. Um, speaking of films, the pushing back of No Time to Die, which it was announced would be pushed back to 2021. Yes. April 2nd, 2021. Yes. Has done a couple things. It has caused um, Fast and Furious to announce that they wouldn't come out until June 2021. Yes. April, right? April, May, June. I think, yeah. I think, I think June. And also, um, British theater companies are like, well, that's it. Yep. <sighs> lock it up. Mm-hmm. Lock it up. Mm-hmm. And most theater chains have just now closed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess the company, the British theater company that owns... Uh, Cineworld. Uh, Cineworld and Regal. Yeah, yeah, Regal too. Um, which is the one that's over here, um, have decided that they're going to close. So I think they're closing their U.S. ones too, is what I got from that, but I don't know. <sighs> um yeah it's not, it's not good um i really hope i saw somebody post about that and i i just i really want movie theaters to be okay once this is all over you know what i mean i really just i really enjoy you and i have talked about this i really enjoy the experience of going to see a movie in the movie theater there's something about it yeah yeah, yeah. you don't have to sell anybody on that yeah so i just so, want that experience i guess to still be i available. don't know how it works owning and operating a worldwide movie theater chain. Mm-hmm. I got all those words out. I think eventually. so. Yes. Um, I was just thinking about it. Uh, you sell locations, right? Sell property. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you take a loan. Your mm-hmm. credit rating takes a hit. 
Yeah. They, they downgraded a B or something like that instead of a a plus plus or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but businesses like can survive, right? I know that literally it's not like oh one facet of your business is gone. Your entire business is gone. Your for entire a year. business is gone. But if you don't have new movies, if how they, are you getting people? If to we have a your... safety net that kind of works once in a while for well, it always works for white people generally, but for the general populace that only makes you know thirty two five a year. Mm-hmm. I'd have to imagine that a giant global theater company has contingencies, right? I don't know. We th- we, we talk about all well, this. Well, look, even if Regal goes down and sells all their properties, mm-hmm. they'll be bought by other theater companies who did manage to make it. Or when the smoke clears, some angel investor will come in and go, it's going to be Bobby's movies or whatever. And Peter Thiel will have a, you know, we'll just start a, a theater chain and then look, we've got a bunch of buildings that are ready to show movies already, or at least they've got parking lots and we'll just build a new theater. Right? Like, people are going to want to watch movies. They're still making yes, movies. Yes, I just So, I, yes, I there will worry. be movies. They might not be distributed by uh, AMC or Regal. You might not be watching them in a... I'm out, I'm out. General Cinema? Yeah, <laughs> no, they're not. I don't know, I don't know. Uh, yeah, there'll be something. In fact, the fact that the General Cinema... It <laughs> doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, tells you there's going to be theater companies. No problem. I hope so. I mean, we talk about how they 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 the government bails out banks all the time. Yeah. Like, what what too, what are what is being done too for, big like, to film? Yeah. Well, but what is being done for like entertainment, not just movie theaters, but like uh, that con- concert halls, that uh, theaters that show um, you know theater and, and like um, you know. Aren't, guess, parts, aren't concert halls supported by grants and yes, um, memberships and contributions? Yeah, I suppose. So if you're not paying the um, orchestra, which uh, in this town <laughs> you're not doing anyway, mm-hmm. remember? No. The problem's over. Pay, getting yeah, paid. no, I do remember yeah. that. Yeah. So, yeah. So you just close it down. Uh-huh. Uh, you turn off all the lights. Yeah. And just keep paying the, the rent on the building or whatever you got, or the property tax. And then, you know, you just go... Hey, we're open again. Please, please give us money, and everybody will, you know, get pour their jewelry out into a into a bag or whatever. I guess. And they'll be fine. All right. I just money. Look, look, look. Very few people have pretty much all the capital in this world, but it still mm-hmm. exists, right? And it's still going to move around. I don't know. People I are going to want to listen to things happen. and watch things. Right? Yeah, well, no, I, I think the need... I'm giving the, you a solution, but the want you don't want is it. They, no, I want it. I just don't trust that it's going to be there. Well, let's talk about some of the films that we might be watching when we return. Uh, okay. We have uh, three trailers to talk about today. The third one's a secret. It's a secret. It's a secret? As in I haven't seen it? Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> what? Just trust me. Just trust me. Okay. Uh, the first one is, uh, let's talk about The Witches. Uh, HBO Max is presenting a Robert Zemeckis-directed version of Roald Dahl's The Witches, starring Anne Hathaway. Yes. And Hathaway. Hmm. Anne Hathaway. Keep... And just Anne Hathaway. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, I mean, Octavia Spencer and uh, Stanley Tucci are in it. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay, well... <laughs> I know you're super excited about this one. Um, it looks okay. I'm not really excited no, about it doesn't. this. Okay, <laughs> it looks terrible. All right, I guess I was being nice. Robert Zemeckis has worked with animation for so long that he yes. doesn't he doesn't know how to what Creepy to do with a live action too. cast anymore. Everything that I saw of this is it just looks like it looks like a TV show. You know, it looks boring. 
There's no... No exciting framing or anything like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Like from a craft perspective, it's very basic. But... And I, I it, it made me go into a whole philosoph- philosophical thing about Anne Hathaway, who is probably 35, 36 now. Something like that. Um, she's not... She's no Angelica Houston. I'll tell you that much. No. Um, they both got an Oscar, right? Angelica Houston better have an Oscar. Prissy's better. Come on. She better. But... Uh, but she's just. What is she gonna do when she when those gray hairs come in? Will she I, be able to know. play m- women like mature women? I don't know. I don't feel like we've seen it yet. She's you know she's youthful. That's yes. great. She's got energy, but she's only ever played those characters, and she couldn't get the parts like her and um, Kate Blanchett, Jessica Chastain are never at the same auditions probably because probably not. those women you know seem like women. Of an right. indeterminate middle age, mm-hmm. and and that opens up parts to you. But yeah. she's just like, and and I mean, we're talking about a, a film that's starring a, a witch that's thousands of years old or whatever. Yeah, but right. Like, but she's just like, I'm the witch, everybody. And it's like, yeah, oh boy, I know. oh boy. She reminded me of a youthful, more exuberant Cruella Deville. Like, it's like they were like... Well, speaking of actresses who are going to be in a lot of trouble in a couple of years, uh, what about Cruella, the pre prequel to yeah. 101 Dalmatians? Emma Stone. Starring Emma Stone. Yeah, I know. She's going to be in trouble, too, probably. Don't think about um, it. Just don't think about it. Okay, I rewatched the trailer for the 1990 version of this film just so I could... Because I saw it years and years and years ago when I was a kid. Um, and I remember enjoying it as a kid. Um but, okay, so a couple things. So it was like a, a Jim Henson production, yes. Yes. right? And in the trailer, you see, like, Angelica Houston, you see, like, what she really looks like. And she's, like, this really creepy, yes, like, haggard-looking older witch lady. Right. Uh, we don't see that with the no. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway would never let them do that to her. Right, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that was the thought that went through my head. She has so to be that's why I wanted to mention old it. Witch. Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree. It it doesn't look good. Here's something though that's interesting. If you're going to continue to adapt uh, that crazy anti Semite uh, Roald Dahl's works, uh, yeah. then spit in his eye a little and do what they did, which was. I don't think this is part of the original story, right? It's not set in America, but like set it in the American South mm-hmm. in the 60s uh, and make the, the the head, the lead boy or whatever, uh, a black kid and then have yes. uh, Octavia Spencer be there too. Yes. I think that's a great idea. Is Octavia Spencer old enough to be a grandma? I don't know how old she is, but I was kind of I, like... I think she's older than you think. Okay. But, but who knows? She, maybe I mean, anybody, she's a young grandma. Anybody who's had a child can be a, a grandparent. I suppose her. But... But no, I don't think that traditionally you wouldn't think that she would be yeah, okay. a grandma. All right. Uh, all right. So thumbs down from us. Uh, let's talk about another <laughs> another film that we saw a trailer for. Plumhouse. Just step back. Whoa. Just step back, step by. Wow. And step back. You got to step back. You have to step. You're stepping all over the place. <laughs> uh, the Craft reboot has a trailer out. Oh, oh, it's happening. It's happening. We got to take her back in the time machine. <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> Why did she save a bunch of puke up for the end and then she just spit it out on the ground? Better? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> these these witches, they're going to do it. They're summoning a demon or, or something. Manu? I don't know, man. We still don't know. We still don't know what it is. I don't anyway, know. 
Uh, what did you think? I didn't. David Duchovny's their dad. David Duchovny is like, well, the the stepdad, sure, I guess, of, of the 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 main <laughs> girl. Yeah. And first couple of thoughts. So she like gets like her um the main girl is new at school um and just like in the old movie, it's kind of like they're doing the old movie, but then later on they reference. The old movie. Yeah, so somebody finds really a Polaroid of, of Feruza Balk yeah. in a scene in the movie where there was no one to take that picture, but hey, it's magic. Right. Yeah, and it's like, okay, whatever. Um, and she's making all the snakes come out in the hallway or whatever. Right, so I mean, like, like you're basically doing the old movie, but it's like you're, you're saying that in this world, the old movie happened. So why are you doing this similar story? Anyways. Um, yeah, they do the light as a feather, stiff as a boy. Yes, they do the whole thing. Yeah. The whole thing. Um, and, and, and so like the, she's new at school and, um, she, um, gets her period in class, like she's bleeding oh, like and it's it, right. Well, and it's like dripping on the floor and some guy who's like a bully at school, like, was like, Oh, that's gross. Sprung a leak. <laughs> and then like, she's crying in the bathroom and then the girls decide that she's like, you're gonna, in. Right. And I'm like, we also okay, didn't couple, have our periods until we were 17. I was like, how old are you? And then also like, and not, also one of you is a trans woman. I don't know. I guess we should probably look into that. Okay. Um, but but like, regardless, it's like, even if like you've never had your period before, uh, and you just get it, you would have something with you, like in your bed. It's just a ridiculous situation, and I don't know. Wh- I don't understand why this isn't a film in 2020, and it makes me angry. Period. It's stupid. Commentary from Mikan Hana. What you come to this it's show? It's stupid to hear because like you would be. At least I was like prepared, you know. I had stuff with me. This you is, have stuff in the bathroom. This is, do you, you, you want to share saying, all this? I, I'm just saying okay. this is a ridiculous situation. And I, as soon as I saw that, I was like, I what what is going on? What is happening? And then like the rest of it is just kind of weird. Um, like David Duchovny at one point, I think that at the end of the trailer is like, watch out, there's some weirdos out there. And then she says to him, hey, mister, we are the weirdos. We are the weirdos. I feel like I've already seen that on stuff on Etsy. Is that from something else? Or is somebody just like, oh, the craft. Oh, hey, mister, we are the weirdos. You're asking the right guy. <laughs> but I'm very tired. I am quite sleepy. Mm. Um, was it like... Uh, Lost Boys or something like that? Or is that just like, oh, this damn the problem with this town? Is I don't all remember the that vampires. from Lost Boys, but. Mm. Well, yeah. I mean, I've, it's not, it's it's like wherever you go, there you are. I mean, it's definitely been a thing somewhere yeah. before. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, to be honest. Thoughts? I don't care about the original craft <laughs> and I don't care about this. The uh, only reason I care about the original is because I saw it when I was growing right. up. Right. Uh, yeah. And that's, that's why. That's the only That's reason. why young girls will care about this in the future when yeah. they make the third one. Right. Let's talk about Monster Hunter. Turn around in your chair. Whoa. Watch 17 seconds of Monster Hunter. Okay. Something big. Guns it is coming. coming. There it is. Oh, okay. That's it. That's it. <sighs> Haven't we seen like uh, still shots from this before? Probably. Is she going to get 
don't know. I, I don't know. Mila Jovovich. Uh, yes, it stars Mia Jojovich. Jojovich, yeah. She's really squatting on this real estate of chick with guns, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like it does. If you told me that, oh, that's a that's a G virus mutant, and this is Resident Evil Seven or whatever. Sure. I'd believe you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, way to make a movie that, and I've seen other pictures that with uh, maybe they're trying to hold it back to not. Um, get a certain picture in people's minds. I've seen other pictures with people that are wearing like furry boots and stuff like that. And some of the things that you'd expect from the monster hunter game, which is not set in a future. Oh, this is based off of a game, a game series. Oh, I did not know that. Of, you know, of people who go out and and they're, they're hunters. Right. And they, they've got guns, but they also have like medieval weapons and all it's, it's your typical anime world like where is this okay but and this it, just looks like, like they got like desert. ball caps you know tactical caps and it just looks like they're m4s military. and yeah 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 um the monsters okay they're, they're not i don't really know how to describe them i mean they're kind of worm dinosaur like things um i guess the way that it they're looking for it and it pops out of the sand you know what it reminds me of dune yes but it's also like, what a boring backdrop. There's so many colorful, weird <laughs> backdrops and, and like forests and jungles and things in like Monster Hunter games. And they're just in a Why desert. Why are they in the desert then? They're making, this is, a, now, here's a good sign. I haven't seen this in a while. They're mm. doing things the old way. Mm. Now when you see a film, you're uh, like a Marvel film that's adapting a comic book. You know that there will, it won't be set in the 70s if it's a Miss Marvel, Carol Danvers story or something. Yeah. You know it'll be updated. You know it'll have a certain uh, visual sensibility. Mm-hmm. But you know that it will be unique and full of references. And so your eye is like scanning, you know, like an electron gun uh, looking for... Oh, that's uh, that looks like so and so, you know, or like, oh, look, that's the the Quinjet or something like that. Mm-hmm. This is just how they used to make movies. They would just call it Monster Hunter or whatever it was, and then it would just be, yeah, but it's this, mm-hmm. like like the Uve Bowl thing. It's Far Cry. All right, so there are like you know, monsters in it, and then actually Far Cry is bad bad choice. Not no real story in Far Cry, but anyway. Uh, you know, they just pick, they just make a game out of something or a movie out of, of a game or a, or a property, and it would just be, oh, this is clearly just a, a script. It was like general military script, and then we just plugged this on it and right. then gave the main character a bandana or something like the character in the game. Right. Like, I don't, if it ever comes out, and it's directed by that, you know, that, that guy. But what? anyway, okay. when the Metal Gear game comes out, yeah. it's going to look like Metal Gear. Right. It better. Right. I guarantee it'll look like Metal Gear or we riot. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is just like Monster Hunter fans must be crushed over this. If it's unrecognizable, why even call it Monster Hunter? You know what I mean? Because people will come see the Name Monster Hunter movie and complain about it. Yeah. Well, that was what they tried to pull with. Because when you think about it, a Sonic movie should be him cruising around Green Hill Zone, casino, yeah, right. night zone or whatever, right? But instead, it's just him. With James Marsden, and they tried to pull the, there you go, that's what we wanted to make. And people were like, okay, no, you have gone too far. It looks like shit. Mm -hmm. And it's not even recognizable as Sonic the Hedgehog. And so they had to backtrack on that. But they were trying to pull the character. They were trying to pull the thing I'm describing. Uh huh. Right. Uh, Okay. Um, Yeah, I don't. What, what, What do you think, like, the best. Uh, movie adaptation of a video game has been. 
Someday we'll do a show on that. Okay. But it's not today. Okay. I was just asking. I can't think of anything. Oh, okay. That's what why. about the the Resident Evil films? No, not at all. No, okay. Not in any way. No. <laughs> no, from the first one. Okay. They they didn't they they just did their own thing and just oh. put Resident Evil on it. Okay. All right. And sadly, the Resident Evil series kind of rose to meet them. It be, it went from like weird, you know, stark survival horror to like flipping and kicking dogs in the face and all the all the crazy shit that happens in yeah. the Resident Evil movies. Right, right. Yeah. So okay. not so great. All right. Although I would like to see Mia Jojovich in a a film version of Resident Evil Seven where it's stripped down. It's just Texas Chainsaw Massacre basically. Yeah, She's right. gotta get out of this house. Right. I would watch that. <laughs> do you think she would do that though? If Paul W. S. Anderson was directing, yeah, for sure. Right, right. Hmm. Uh, she ever strike? Does lightning strike twice? I don't know. Think they could get back together? Uh, doubtful. No, doubtful. There's some other crappy director somewhere that she's gotta right. drag down the aisle. Oh my god, stop <laughs> it! That's horrible. Do you hear them talking? They're Who's saying things. Oh, oh yeah, about her. They're saying, yeah, they sure are. <laughs> but what are they saying about her? <laughs> what would Helen Reddy say? <laughs> uh, I don't know. She would say she's woman. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yes, okay. I, 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 I've, I've uh, missed that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, anyway, we're going to stick with this intro to our Black Widow segment. We've read The Things They Say About Her, the yes. second uh, Black Widow miniseries by uh, cyberpunk and uh, intrigue author Richard K. Morgan. Yes. Uh, just for context, uh, he wrote uh, the book Altered Carbon. Yes. Or the Altered Carbon series, which, of course, became a crappy Netflix show. Yeah. Although his books are uh, generally very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are intense. He does not hold any punches back mm-hmm. and i'm not talking about like literal punches if he wants to make a point about something he goes all in yeah his books are in your face mm-hmm. and so he has brought that aesthetic to black widow and we'll talk about how that manifests itself in this series probably mm-hmm. in a similar way as it did in homecoming the last yes. one that he did uh this is illustrated by sean phillips uh i should say the uh breakdowns are by sean phillips that is the um, sort of initial uh, kind of drawing of the things, mm. and then the finishes uh, are by um, Bill Sienkiewicz. Okay. As they were on the last series. Right. Sean Phillips wasn't on the last series. It was a Gorin. It was somebody else. Somebody else, yeah. I can't yeah. remember who. Uh, I think Sienkiewicz did, like, the first issue of the last series, yeah. like, all on his own, and then, like, had like was doing the um, the finishing touches on the rest of them but yeah and sean phillips has um he's done a lot of work uh, a lot most of it with dc comics but he's made a name for himself uh in teaming with ed brubaker to oh, okay. work on some of their um crime series like criminal fatal and things like that okay yeah cool um so uh we yes. pick up from this is the part where we play the game where we try to figure <laughs> what out what happened in homecoming i wrote uh enola holmes on my on my notes why did i do that was, i don't know First, it was Emile's Golems because, yeah. which I don't get either. Because <laughs> text correction went crazy. Oh, uh, and then okay. now it's Enola Holmes. Oh, I have, oh, I think I wrote Ebola Holmes. So you can have that one. 
Whoa. Maybe that'll be the title of the Weird. show. Weird. Gross. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, they're here that the puking is coming uh, out. I don't know why um, you didn't Oh, I think it was the me. fact that they want to make a spinoff series starring Henry Cavill as Sherlock Holmes. Oh, and it's like, right. Wait a minute. Was he, Nola Holmes, the story about, like, the power of, like, a girl and what yes. she can do. Was that a backdoor pilot for a Netflix series, a Sherlock series starring Henry Cavill? I hate it. <laughs> you know who hates it? Who? The, oh, yes. What's her name? Millie Conan, Bobby Brown. No, the Conan Doyle Society. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but they hate everything. They they do. They did they do. like, did they ever like anything? I don't, that's a I good mean, question. I mean, if they were going to hate like the second and third seasons of Sherlock mm-hmm. on the BBC, yeah. go for it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, they hate everything. Yep. Or the third and fourth, whatever. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, okay. So Homecoming. Black Widow is... Nominally retired. She's retired. Living She's in living Arizona. Arizona. Somebody tries to kill her. Mm-hmm. And she learns that um, they're killing all the Black Widows. Black Widows. Yeah. And she also learns about her origin that she and 26 other women were yes. trained. Well, the survivors, 27 women survived the training, uh-huh. were trained in the Red Room and they were all brainwashed and given... Um, memory implants and fictions about their life. So she was never a ballet dancer. Yes. Um, and at this point, we don't know if Alexi was real or not. I mean, obviously, we saw stories involving him. Yeah. I assume he's real, but right. we don't know her connection to like to Red Guardian or anything like that. Her whole right. life could be a lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the people assassinating the Black Widows are doing it because the Russian technology used to modify them, make them stronger, faster. The chemicals have been basically bought and used by a pharmaceutical company. And so they're basically like, you know, protecting their patents. They're just wiping out all the other people who have have used these things. Yeah. Yeah. And the gross, the old drippy lady that she goes and meets, who's like the spy master that trained her. Yes. Um, We also get a reference to Yelena Belova, but basically like just calling her a joke. Pretty much. (laughs) And uh, and a washout. Mm -hmm. And also Black Widow pisses off. You're not doing it. I'm doing all this. You aren't. Uh, Well, that's fine. Black Widow pisses off um, some of the wrong people. She um, From the pharmaceutical company. She seduces and uh, and interrogates a... um, an operative that uh, uh, we is in this next story. He didn't take that very well. Uh-huh. Remember, she dressed up and she injected him with drugs, and then she did the whole thing like, I'm, "I'm your mother, but I'm also a snake or whatever." It. Oh, and she yeah, got the she info tied from him. him up. No, that's right. And then she's also being chased by a pair of NSA agents who yes. work for a specific like office called North in Homecoming. Yeah. Yes, and that's uh, Kestrel and Max Rebo and the cantina band or whatever yeah and right. she um she for some reason Max. she decides not to kill kestrel she told she promised her in the in homecoming she wouldn't she kill promise? her i can't remember well then why bring it up for because some reason it's, she, it's, anyway back to my original thing for some reason book. she doesn't kill kestrel <laughs> but she wastes her partner shoots him through both legs and throws a grenade in his lap when he's sitting in a car yeah uh and he's super dead yep and so that happened and then the very end she goes and she basically uh tracks down the ceo of this gynechem like this uh yeah. this company and is like time's up and she kills him and has to fight his um bodyguard who is like a souped up male black widow basically mm-hmm. um 
who has uh, pheromone powers to keep her from fighting him, but um, she lets him beat her up until he breaks her nose. She can't smell anymore. And then she anymore. can't smell him anymore. And she just houses the guy. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then mm-hmm. also over the course of the events, she meets a guy whose name I can't remember. And it doesn't matter because he's not in the story. Yeah, And he right. helps her out. And she also, they pick up a teenage runaway for some reason. Sally Ann, I think <laughs> yeah. is her name. <laughs> yeah. she, because she Who was... Who is shot at, at near the end of mm-hmm. by the uh, Gynachem guys and has um, disappeared. They She... Th- she takes her under her wing because she thought these trucker guys that right. she were were gonna uh, basically right. rape her. But she's not really connected to the story in any way. She's no. a totally outside sort of force. Yeah, and we'll yeah. we'll find out why when we talk about the things that they say about her. Yes, we just said a lot about her. We did. <laughs> but I don't know really what they're saying. I mean, it's it's not a bad title, but it's not like really. Like, Homecoming makes sense. Didn't you know that Richard K. Morgan is your champion My, as a woman? I don't feel that at all. As as somebody who identifies as a woman, he's here to protect you. Yeah, screw that, guys. <laughs> um, I don't... It's certainly... I don't... <laughs> boy, none of the rest of his stuff, as far as I've seen, is particularly feminist. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if he has a, 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 a bone to pick with um, with misogynists and he considers himself to be a feminist mm-hmm. or if he's just he got the job mm-hmm. and thought, OK, what's the take on this character? Right. Um, feminism. So everybody that Black Widow fights is going to you know underestimate her because she's a woman. They're all going to talk about what they're going to do to her you know, when they're done beating her up. Right. And also many of the levers of power in Black Widow's world are controlled by people who exploit women. Right. Um, I guess I said before that he was sort of mocking the idea of Elena Belova as a character, but also she gets into you know, fetish modeling and stuff like that. She could yeah. be a cool international spy, but she ends up becoming just, you know... A, a photo tart. Basically. She has like a fetish modeling and she hires uh, da, 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 girl. Oh, oh, okay. Boop, boop. What? That's in the story. Yeah, I know. We haven't even cracked, cracked oh. the top. Okay. Sorry. On the things they say about her yet. Okay. Yes, we'll get to it. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know if like that's, you know, what he pitched to the editors and they're like, yeah, I run with that. Or if he really believes this stuff, but man, he goes hard on it. Mm-hmm. And he goes so hard that I recently, he goes so hard. Uh, I was reading some of the reviews, which is the only material you can get on this uh, miniseries on the internet. Mm-hmm. I was reading the reviews on Goodreads. Yeah. And <laughs> you have to take it with a grain of salt, but a lot of people are fairly positive on it. Mm-hmm. They talk about it. You know, it's an intense story. I expected to just find like a bunch of one star reviews from people who have been watching Scarlett Johansson their whole life. And then mm-hmm. they go read a Black Widow comic and they're yeah. like, what? what? What is this? Yeah. But it yeah. wasn't really that. But one person okay. made a really good point and they had it. They had an axe to grind, but I agreed with a lot of their points, which was Richard K. Morgan is going to fix Black Widow and he's going to fix feminism by making women men. Mm. She was compl- complaining about the fact that um, Black Widow is so unfeminine in this. And that uh-huh. seems to be like Richard K. Morgan's like solution for this institutional feminism is just for her to be as bad or worse as the men doing things to her because she does... A lot of, she does torture, she does murder, she does unprovoked murder. She just like kills people that she probably didn't have to kill. Yeah, she does. Just because she's mad. Yeah. And uh, I, um, 
like I said, I think I'm going to go back and read it again because I didn't totally agree with her, but I didn't have time to really get into it. Um, but I, I now I kind of agree with that. There was always a sort of uh, missing piece for me because when we in the next couple ones, Black Widow is still um, implacable and deadly as her yeah. namesake is in the right. future uh, ones that we're going to read. And you're agreeing with me. You haven't read them, but I guess you just trust me. I, I do. Uh, but... But this, but this, the characterization of her in these two miniseries is so stark and it's so directed that I have to believe that, like I said, he either is making a point or thinks he should be making a point. I think, yeah, I think he's, is that a very large sip, like your sniff? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, yeah. He's making, he's making a point. Stop. He's making a point we, we, we agreed we weren't going to talk about him anymore. <laughs> at least for today. Um, I wish he wasn't evil. He's so funny. Okay. <laughs> um, I think that he, I think part of it is he wanted to, he's like, okay, I'm writing for this character. How do I uh, put my spin on it? And yeah, maybe he does think he's fixing feminism. I don't know. I didn't necessarily. <laughs> Thanks, Rich. <laughs> I didn't necessarily think that I, I don't know if I 100% agree that he, like... Demasculinizes or yeah, defeminizes. Yeah, her. but, I, I mean, she's not very feminine in these stories. That's true. That is that is true. I will agree with that. Um, and I do think that she is maybe a little more uh, reckless than in other stories I've read with her, you know, and like who she kills or injures or, you know what I mean? Like there's not a whole lot of, she's a freaking spy, you know, like. Yeah, but like just a couple uh, issues ago, she was like going out of her way and putting herself in danger to try to um, deprogram and help uh, Yelena Belova uh, get over her, sort of programming her grudge against um against against herself against um natalia so yeah sure there's a self-preservation motivation in there but also she was like trying to like she was trying to be helpful yeah they swapped faces that? yeah yeah that, that, w- that wasn't he didn't write that but yeah. no, no no i know i know but, but yeah so she has she's got all this compassion and by the time we reach that's not in any, either of these no no she's completely compassionate it's a different character almost in some well it's a different take on this and character. i don't think that i can't think of anything that it would have happened at like the end of the face swap one or the one after that where she becomes so jaded Detached. Do you know what I mean? yeah, yeah yeah right um I'm not complaining about the characterization. I'm just saying it doesn't mm, quite follow. It doesn't quite follow. Um, I mean, I think yeah. Deadly Origin is next. Deadly Origin is, I'm pretty sure it's, it's not written by Richard K. Morgan, I don't think. I think this is, um, is that when Greg Greca starts jumping in? I can't remember. Um, okay. But anyway, um, some huge things happen to her in that. But uh-huh. even in those, she is not like, oh, I got to call these dicks off. Yeah. Just start making a pile of dicks here. Just yeah, right. Cut them all off. Yeah, right. So I don't know. This remember, this is from a guy who he, he's an author, and all of his books, almost all of his books, feature uh, you know your typical badass noirish male protagonist and um, Pornhub levels of detail in his um, yeah. frequent sex scenes. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. I'm not saying you can't be a feminist and write you know porny sex scenes, but. 
you know, it's pretty smoky in here. Where's where's the fire? Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, I mean, she does like. So I think he was, he was a weird choice to write these two miniseries. <laughs> I don't disagree. Um, one thing I, that that it comes to mind of like her being like too deadly, and even I was like, what? Where did that come from? Like she goes, she's. I don't know. This is part of the story, so maybe I shouldn't get into it. Well, yet. I mean, we have to get into it eventually. Um, she's she's trying. She's she's heard rumors that that Sally Ann is still alive, so she's trying to find her. Oh no, wait. Okay, I didn't know we she, were going to no, tell wait, the whole story. No, wait, so wait. Save she your thought, and we will we will talk about the actual story of the six issues. I want to say really quick that uh, we talked about Black Widow's release date being moved again. It was yeah. uh, originally slated for May of 2020. Obviously, that didn't happen, as we talked about on our last show. We talked about Black Widow. Uh, it was moved to November 6th of this year, yeah. uh, which was the old slot for Eternals, which mm-hmm. was moved to 2021 after Black Widow was moved. Yep. Now it's been moved to May 7th. Of 2021. Yes. So it's going to be like a year after it was originally slotted to come out. More or less. Yeah. Still going to be that um, week after Memorial Day weekend. No, no. Memorial Day end of May. Yes. Anyway, yeah. It's yeah. going to be in May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be May. It's going to be May. Uh, and in this story, we pick up literally, more or less, right more after less. the end of the last one. Yeah. Um, there is no real resolution at the end of the last one. She no. kills this dude on a boat in Miami and then basically steals the boat and yeah. heads for down Cuba Way. Yep. Like, um, like Gene Simmons in... Uh, in Guys and Dolls, uh, she heads to Havana. What, Gene uh, Simmons? Oh, yeah, right. Wrong Gene Simmons. <laughs> Although I like a poster of like Gene Simmons. I'm like, ah, uh, Triggering <laughs> oh, a Dolce or something yeah, like that. Marlon yeah. Brando. Yeah, right. Uh, she heads down there and she immediately gets in trouble because uh, there's, you know, it's Cuba. And we have to yep. talk about how men... Uh, or preying on women or whatever. Yep. Uh, and she runs into Elena Belova. Hey. Yeah. And it turns out that Elena Belova has a new job now. It's not that she's just modeling fetish wear. Apparently yeah. she is an international model. She also <laughs> she also uh, has like some industries related to uh, modeling and women's products that she's involved in. And she's also helping out some of the local girls. Uh, apparently they're cracking down on sex tourism in Cuba. So she's putting girls on the payroll and yeah, giving them jobs and stuff. Yeah, the fetish modeling. Yeah. And so it's like, she, I think Richard Morgan like basically makes her a madam without actually running, running hose. Yeah, well, she also like apparently has like a softcore porn like business that is like <laughs> mentioned in an offhanded comment, and I'm like, why do we need this softcore? Softcore, excuse me, softcore. Yeah, but like seriously, why do we need this? Well, because because she couldn't, and th- th- this will all change. We're, we're gonna erase all of this. I think it's interesting because I think that they, you know, what I know about Black Widow, and I don't want to know a lot because I want to watch the movie and enjoy it, but. They're kind of putting some... This is kind of what the movie is, isn't it? She's finding out that there were a lot of Black Widows. We're going to mm-hmm. confront you know, the, the Red Room. They're bringing yes. Elena Belova back, who will not be a softcore porn actress. She's no. going to take over uh, the, the role yes. of the Black Widow. Although, I think this year is going to change a lot of things for Marvel. Don't you think Chris Evans is going to be like... I could do some more Captain America. I don't know. I right? honestly don't know. I think ScarJo will do it as long as they keep calling her. Mm, we'll see. But anyway, yeah. um, 
And so Richard K. Morgan is trying to make a point about how women use power. And he makes that explicit. Yes. When Yelena picks uh, picks Natasha up and she just starts living with her because she has nowhere else to live. Mm-hmm. And they have a conversation about, you know, this is I'm just doing what they trained me to do. They trained us to seduce people, to play on men's weaknesses. Right. And so I've taken that and, and I've gone capitalist with it, ironically, in Cuba. And I've like made an empire out of it. And so he's 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 making he's he's just reinforcing the idea that men are, you know, are weak and can be manipulated because they like women. And yeah. And she's like, and it's also a path that, you know, Natasha could have taken. Yeah. And she tells Natasha that she should do the same thing. Yeah, Because I'm happy and you're still doing what you're doing and you're totally unhappy and you're on the run. Right. And she said, you know, you just have to let them think that they're in control. Like well, that yeah, they're, yeah, right. you know. Um, but I think it's a smart, because why have Yelena in this at all? Mm-hmm. And he could have just had her in. Like, that's what I didn't really like about the first couple miniseries is that Yelena's just like, I kill you. I black widow now. And then it's just, oh, no, here she comes. And they have to fight and fight and fight. And they fight and they fight. And it's itchy and scratchy. But, like, he's found a new role for her which she won't keep <laughs> yeah right. this is and this is before dark avengers this is before like a lot of stuff mm-hmm. uh where they will change the character of yelena again but he's found a new role for her in the universe now she's this you know like crime boss figure basically who gives the hero support but also is a commentary on the power that women can hold in the world that we've let them hold i feel like they could have he could have used it and exploited that more though like maybe we could have seen like I think there's like one shot with Yelena at like some party or whatever, but maybe she could have like been more involved in getting like uh, impertinent information to Natasha about this or whatever. I don't know. (laughs) But like we keep hearing that she's a big deal, but we don't actually see it. I guess. I I guess that's my point. And then she shows up later on in the story just doing Black Widow stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so all that happens. We learn that back in uh, New York or in America, uh, Nick Fury is on the hook because. Yeah. And they, they don't make it explicit uh, who the president is. Sometimes like, you know, it no, is they don't. George Bush or it is Obama or whatever, but they don't really make it explicit. But the president, you know, is not a great crooked. guy. He's crooked. He's in on yeah. this. You kill the CEO of a major corporation that's, you know, making everybody rich uh, or your agent did Fury. So get, you know, get a get a leash on her. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter because she doesn't fight any shield in this. She ends up just running from no. mafia goons and running from uh, north or whatever. North, yeah, yeah the NSA goons. Yeah, uh, but Fury will be kind of a, a part of the rest of the story. Later on, we see Fury approach Matt Murdock as Daredevil and say, "Like, I need some help with your ex girlfriend because mm-hmm. she's you know running off the hook here." Right, and so Daredevil will be involved in this as well. Um, and basically, uh, Natasha makes it her goal to find Sally Ann. She yes. finds out um, kind of uh, accidentally that Sally Ann might yes. be alive still. Yes. And she ends up going to, um, she she braces a mob doctor to get information. That leads mm-hmm. her to a gang subordinate, um, Bobby. Yeah. Uh, who she starts, well, that's right. That's uh, near the end of like the first or second issue. She just basically just goes nuts on the Miami gangs. Like she ends up, she kills yeah. a bunch of their guys. She blows some of their stuff up to and it's put all pressure to, on them. To, yeah. To draw them out so she can get the information from them. And I love how she's, 
you know, they're talking about whether they should talk to her, but she's not waiting for them to call. She's like outside the window listening to their conversation. I know. I think it's great. <laughs> and then later on, like the the, the mob boss. Um, Raphael or something like that or some, something like that. So that's what I'm with an O. O, o, o Cho or Orcho or something like uh, that. Maybe I'm just making that up. Anyway. No, uh, that he was... It's somewhere that in my notes, but I'm not gonna, I'm That not was a character. Up. Was that the same guy? Was that like Raphael Ocho or something like that? Sure. Same guy. Okay. Anyway. Uh, but uh, yeah, he basically says, we're not going to deal with her. Like we didn't you know, get here by dealing with <laughs> with people that are extorting us. But Bobby's like, but I'm going to call her though. And I like how he calls her and he's like, I'm ready to talk. She's like, good. She's in the backseat. Puts a knife to his neck. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's, that's a good move. Yeah, right. Now this whole time, uh, Kestrel, who uh, of course has uh, survived her ordeal, um, being uh, embarrassed by Widow and left for the cops, is now um, picks up the uh, Ferris, the guy that she uh, yeah. interrogated. Martin and Ferris, they're gonna, yeah. They're going to track her down. And so yeah. she's got to run from them too. Yeah. Um. A couple things about that. Um, So Castrol is like, they make it a big deal that she's a lesbian, which like, I think it's fine that her character is a lesbian. She's an evil person. She's not a good person. Fine. Whatever. But they freaking call her. I don't even want to say this is pre, this is pre woke comics. Yeah. Fury calls her the D word. She, but she gets called the D word a couple yeah, of times I mean, by people. But Fury, calls, I know. A good guy calls her that. I know, and it's I'm like, great. what the hell? It yeah. made me mad. Yeah, it made me mad too. Um, so I didn't like that. This is supposed to be gritty and hard boiled, but it's not. It's it's pre woke, you know. So there, that's what he's doing. I'm not making excuses for him. I'm just that's why he thought that that would be okay to do because it's like. You know, it's, oh, this so-and-so, and Fury just finds something else to call her. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> just right. call her a bitch or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right. Which is not, Why do which we is, even have to bring her sexist, sexuality but, into it? But at least I know, isn't, right. like, homophobic. Exactly. Yeah. Um, And then, like, like Martin Ferris, he's just a gross person. Like, he's I supposed to be. I know. He's supposed to be. So I understand why this is in there, but this was just kind of uncomfortable. The like, reason I thought that Kestrel kind of worked in the first series was mm-hmm. because she represented like a predatory femininity, I guess. And somebody, she was kind of stalking that waitress. Is well, that what she would stalk. About? Yeah, she would like, I don't think she would kill them, but she no. would, you know, pick up women when they went around looking for doing their NSA jobs. Yeah. And whereas she would find young women and, and of course, if the young women were consented and were cool with it, I don't see what the problem is. There's That's no the problem. real problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's say that she was hurting them and doing things they didn't want. You had that side and then you had Nat finding a young girl and becoming like a... Um, big sister or a mother figure, you yeah. know, a maternal figure to them. So that's, I understand, like, once again, I'm not excusing him. I'm trying to explain what he was, right. thought he was doing. Right. But bringing her back in this, it's just to have a ticking clock for Nat, basically. Like, she doesn't really serve any She role. doesn't really do a whole lot. No, no. Um, and I, I don't, I'm not really scared or, like, Nat isn't really threatened by her. I no, mean, and she keeps doing the Dr. Evil thing, which is like, look, you hate this woman. Yeah, you want to see her suffer, but kill her. You got her. Kill her. Yeah. I got a gun in my room. I'll go get it. Come back. Blam. We'll do it together. It'll be fun. Yeah. But she's like, 
Oh, I want her to suffer. Yeah, we're gonna. She's gonna. No, no, don't stab her yet with your with your knife, Dick. You know, yeah, we, we right. want it. We want her to suffer. And then later, they at one point, you know, she gets so pissed off because they're they're gonna give her the drugs, you know, that they gave Ferris. Yes. Uh, and torture her, but she's got conditioning that keeps them from really working. Right. Or at least outwardly. Yes. And so she's like. All right, screw it. We're going to go find that little Sally Ann and we're going to kill her in front of like Natasha yep. to punish her. I'm going to make her feel something. Yeah. And right. they bring Sally Ann back and they're like, you've got an hour to talk to her. And I know. It just I was like, started. I know. I was <laughs> just, like, what? Just begin. Begin killing people. I know. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought it was, I mean, this is just to illustrate that like Martin is gross, right? Like he was like, trying to come on to Kestrel and, like, say, and she's like, I'm not interested. I like women, right. you know, whatever. But you haven't had my knife dick. Yeah, right. And it's just, like... <laughs> that's that's the like, title of the show. Yeah, right-ish. <laughs> like, just back off, dude. Like, I know you're, like, pissed and hell-bent on revenge with, like, Widow, but, like, just back off. You're gross. I don't care about you. I don't care if you die. Um, I hope you do die. Um, that, that's not... It's not interesting. I don't know. Like, yeah. make make the bad guys interesting. You yeah. know what I mean? Make them humans. But I, I don't know. Well, he has the opportunity to do that because the thing opens with uh, we see two characters that we don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we yes. Get, we get there. Yes. There. It's a young guy named Jacob. I don't remember his name. It's a young guy named Jason. Jason. Another and he is J talking name. to another guy. Um, it's there. Jason's father has died. And they are mourning him. And yes. we learn that for some reason it has something to do with the Black Widow. She was, she killed the father or like they, they, they say they trusted that Russian bitch. And so now Jason wants revenge and Jason disappears for the entire series. Did she kill the dad in Homecoming? I was yeah, going to ask you but that. I'm not sure, but I, I bet I don't know exactly who he was in Homecoming. Yeah. And so he shows up. Uh, yes. You know, in the fifth issue, when the crime family, whose name we can't remember, is like... It's Bobby's is, family. Yeah, ever, yeah. Yeah, whatever. This is too is. much. Yeah. We got to get this Black Widow. And Jason shows up. He's like, I can help you do that. Well, here's a spoiler. The series will end, and Jason will have not done anything yet. I was like, what is the point? <laughs> yeah. I got to the end of it, and I was like, why even have this character in here if you're not going to do anything with him? Yeah. And, and they made it a big point too that like he was he was in the military he was in the army and he left because you know it was a horrible experience he he fought over in the middle east you know and like so he's he's well trained he's disciplined but he you know he's not military anymore he's ex-military so so we can definitely trust him so i want to know like did the family go through with it and hire him and then we just don't see him do anything or did they decide not to hire him and so then we don't see him do it's like what is the point like have him have him be in there and have him like attack widow at the complex uh once like you know uh, all the other guys are dead you know or something (laughs) yeah have him come in at the end at the very least Anyways, pretty much. Um, uh, it's I don't know if we're gonna see him again because Paul. No, it was Paul Cornell wrote the Deadly really? Origin miniseries, and so I mean he's pretty good on continuity. 
I don't know if this guy will show up again, but we'll let you know in the next uh, installment in right. our Black Widow reading order. Right. Um, what else is going on? So Sally Ann is, yeah. um, she got shot a bunch, but she got fixed up and then she got sent to this facility, yes. a testing facility that um, Gynechem is using yep. uh, to test drugs on women. She meets uh, a young girl who yes. she's very concerned about, but again, we never see again, even yeah, though yeah, yeah. she wants to rescue her. I know. And um, there, there are some very interesting, uh, deliberate things that are being presented here hmm. because um, this girl is Cuban, I guess, because they're in Cuba, right? I think so. But she... It explains like who um, Pinochet was basically yeah, right, right, to right. her, yeah, uh, dictator of uh, of it, Chile, yes, uh, and the fact that he would uh, disappear people, and yep. there were um, you know rape and torture rooms, and it's just another twist of the of the knife dick. Yeah, are you sure that can't be the title? Uh, I don't know. You basically, it has tri- nothing to do with anything except to just say this is kind of like that, mm-hmm. but also to go look at what men do to women. And I yeah. can't believe I'm complaining about somebody pointing out how horrible men are to women, but but it doesn't fit into the story really at all. But let me ask you this. They sure. they, they take the women away and they, they give them the drugs. They're testing the drugs Perez. on the women. Uh-huh. That's the crime lord. Oh, okay. Um they're 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 testing these drugs on on the women. They're seeing what the effects are, right? Yes. Are they also raping and torturing them? If they get out of line, they go to the um, um, custody, the, the the room of punishment. Uh-huh. Can't remember right, the right. word for punishment. Right, right. Okay, so maybe that's what why that was in there, you know, to make it more clear to the reader. Right, but there's like a whole splash page happening. of like atrocity. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. From Pinochet. Yeah. Thanks, Phillips. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well... Um, <laughs> and also, Pinochet is a great example. They, they, I think they imply it, but they don't say it out, out loud. Or you can just infer it from um, Pinochet that Pinochet was put into power by the U.S. Mm-hmm. There was a leftist socialist leader in Chile called, uh, named um, Allende, Salvador Allende. Okay. He was the CIA assisted in, the, in Pinochet's coup and basically gave great. him support. And Pinochet was a, you know, right-wing, U.S.-friendly dictator, a capitalist dictator. Mm-hmm. And so it's another... We've got some of our bad guys in this. In fact, most of our bad guys are government agents. You yeah. know, they are NSA or they work for North. Yeah. And so I think that he doesn't make it explicit, but we can infer that he's just, you know, saying like, hey, it's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like a political manifesto. But again, I don't know if Morgan believes in all this or if it's just like, oh, this is what you want, right? This is what I was hired to write. Well, I'm just not exactly sure what he's trying to say or elucidate in this. I mean, obviously, government corrupt. He's saying that they say bad, bad things about her. Yeah. But what do they say about her? What do they say? Where, you, you have to tell us what they say about her. I mean... They, Zero, they one she's, star. She's horrible. One star. Oh wow. They, they say they, they say things about her, but we never hear what they say. No, about her. we never hear what they say about her. <laughs> we do one though. Star. We do. I we, guess it's it's. I I like the title because it stands yeah. out, and it also I think it implies that you know the fact that you know women have to endure th- people saying things about them. They they have to be concerned about reputation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this, this bitch, you know, or like, oh, she's a slut or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think that it, 
it fits. But again, like, did Marvel know when they hired him that he was going to go so hard on on this? I don't hate it. I just rather it was written. If Gail Simone wrote this, we wouldn't be having this conversation. We'd be like, fine. And in the future, Marjorie Liu. I don't think she would have written this story, though. I'm, I'm going to just put that out there. I think it would have been a different story. Read some Birds of Prey. She did stories like similar to this. Uh-huh. Sexual sweatshops. That's, that's my favorite wow. band. Um, wow. <laughs> nope, we found it. We okay. found the title. <laughs> um, but I, I just I just think it would have been different. That's just my opinion. I think it would have absolutely been different. How does the story wrap up? Um Oh, first of all, um, we haven't really talked about Daredevil. We don't really see how it happens because uh, Kestrel's got a beat on Widow. She's going to kill her and Fury uh, intervenes. And then Fury sort of like a citizen's arrests the um, the NSA guys. Mm. But it doesn't last because the next time we see Fury, he's tied to a chair. Yeah. And the NSA guys are working him over, you know, yeah. and like you're a dinosaur Fury, that sort of thing. Um, and then Matt <laughs> Murdock, because yeah, he's there, yeah. is just like... Uh, I'm his representation, you know, so he's his lawyer. But it's like, Matt, you can see, you know, that Matt's secret identity is a joke. And I right. th- that comes up in this because... It does. Matt, you escaped from an NSA... First of all, Matt flips out and, like, just houses all of he Fury's He beats everybody guards. up, yeah. But then he has to run, so he runs. And the NSA thinks that they have killed Matt Murdock, New York lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that goes down. Do they report that to the Social Good Security question. Administration? Like, do they? That, do, that never comes up is again. Is Matt dead? Yeah, right. In the real comics, there's a lot going on in Matt's life right now, like in the real world. Like, he is fighting accusations of being Daredevil. He is kind of in trouble with the law because if he was the guy beating up all the witnesses in these trials, yeah. he's committed, like, you know, legal fraud over and over again. Yeah, so no kidding. Now the government thinks he's dead, I guess. Well, I read in the thing in the beginning that he's married at this point in the yes. comics. Like, that doesn't actually come up in the story. Yeah, there's a lot happening. This is um, in the middle of Bendis' uh, run on, uh, on Daredevil, where he shook things up quite a bit. Okay. Which so way, anyway. Who is uh, he married to? A woman named Mila. Um, that's all we know. <laughs> oh, that's not a lot. Matt has a weird... So Matt... I don't want to talk about Matt and Murdoch so much. This is this is a Black Widow's thing. But yeah. uh, Matt, his his uh, his life is is characterized by um, uh, periods of punctuated insanity. Yeah. <laughs> and at this point, he's basically been outed by this tabloid journalist who says, like, you know, he's got the story, and he's gonna tell everybody that you know Matt Murdoch is Daredevil, and Matt. He basically says, like, you know, we can make a deal. This story has to can die if you want. And Matt's like, print it. I don't care. And the guy's like, fine, screw you. I'm going to print it. And then he um, is killed in his uh, in his pool. He's like, head's cut off. So now he had what? this story ready to go. Who looks like they, they, they had a motive him. to kill him. Yeah, Daredevil. Matt Murdock. Yeah. And Matt, like, disappears for, like, a year. He goes to Japan. And when he comes back, he's married and oh. is, like... Things are totally different. And Mila is just Weird. someone, she's a blind woman that he just saved. Like, she was going to get hit by okay. a car and he so saved random. her. And then he just goes back and, like, just randomly, like, asks her out and they start dating and they get married really fast. Oh, okay. And then later on, Ed Brubaker drives her crazy and puts her in a mental hospital. Thanks, Ed. And they basically get the marriage annulled and we never see her again. So, yeah, Mila's uh, 
surreal giant refrigerator she lives in. Wow. Okay, cool. So Um, they're in a sweatshop. Yeah. Back to the story. (laughs) They're in a sweatshop. Where they're making (laughs) dolls? Yeah. But they're all like... Barbie dolls. Yeah. Okay. Once again, this is Richard K. Morgan going, oh, it's Barbie dolls, right? But they're all like, the guy who runs it is like, they're all freaking zombies. I don't want them to be zombies. Yeah, yeah. They're making a drug to make... Like... Uh, complacent workers, basically. Yes. It's yes. the end of unions, basically. Yeah, yeah. right. He's, tra- he's tackling a lot. Yeah. Something I have to say that I do like about Morgan's writing is that he treats it like a novel. You know, you'll come into a scene and it isn't just Black Widow's like, I'm sneaking into this place. And then the only new characters we see is like a guard who she snaps the neck of or something. Yeah. He'll, he has side characters who have a life of their own, mm-hmm. even if they're only there to explain what's going on or there for Black Widow to break the necks of. Right. You know, he tre- he populates his world with with characters, a lot of characters. That's true. So anyway, uh, Black Widow kills some guys and snaps in her necks. <laughs> she she infiltrates this place. Um, there's like three there's like three guys who are like, ah, oh, these dumb bitches that we're given drugs to. Right. Let's you know let's let's put them in the rape room again. And Black Widow's like grabs one of them and is like, hey, check this out, and just slits the guy's effing throat right I in know. front of them. I know. He was helpless. Yep. She that just, was not necessary. She just murders him. Yeah. This is a black widow. This is a black widow. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is dark. I mean, in a way... Doesn't she kill the other two guys, too? Oh, she kills them all. Yeah. But, like, you know, maybe they had guns in their hands. Yeah. She just slits this guy's throat like a serial killer. I know. And it's funny because when you think about it, you know, we hear over and over again that widow has things to atone for. You know, she has got red. She's got red in her ledger. Yeah, right. Well, here you go. Yeah, right. I guess you can't always talk about it all the time. Sometimes we have to see it. I guess. But it's just so unmotivated. I mean, I know that she's motivated. She's mad, and she wants to save these women. And these people are all dog horrible. Shit. They're yeah. just. But at the same time, you know, it's uh, it's well, intense. Even, like, it's rough. Maybe this is not to the same extent but even earlier on when she's uh yelena is like um I- i'm not getting my shipment of drugs that i usually get from america Where i need my you to drugs? check it out and she goes and she finds out and she's getting the drugs but then she finds out that it's the pharmaceutical company that yeah. um you know was behind everything in homecoming yeah. and she just gets triggered by that and also, one of the guys, she sees that he has a gun. Yeah. He's not pointing it at her, but she just kind of goes nuts and just, like, machine guns everybody <laughs> in the freaking room. And, like, the guys that are there to help with it, they're like, uh, what's going on? Like, are <laughs> yeah. we going now or whatever and she's like yeah i just had to take care of something and it's like whoa what i had to kill everybody yeah seriously i just so i didn't think that was completely necessarily either like even with the guy that had the gun like you could have like kicked him in the head and knocked him unconscious or something i don't know you got your they even like at the beginning they talk about all the things that are in her bracelets she didn't have any shield gear she doesn't have a shield gear or her superhero stuff. Okay. But, I mean, I can believe that that the Black Widow can take out just a fat sandwich-eating guy who just babysits a warehouse. Right? That's that's all they were. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying they're great people, but... Yeah. Yeah. That's like, I always say that that's my deal with Captain America, which is like, oh, he doesn't kill. He's not Batman. 
He's a super soldier. What do soldiers do? They, they kill. They kill people. Yeah. So I'm fine if Cap kills somebody, but Cap, you know, has been, he hasn't been alive for 90 years. That's not how that works. He was no. asleep for a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But he is like so strong and so quick and has so much training that he doesn't, there's a reason that he carries a shield and not a gun. Yeah. He doesn't have to kill people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if, but I mean, if he gets his hands on the red skull, do it. <laughs> kill that yeah, guy. Right, right, Just kill right. him. Yeah. But like, uh, but yeah, but like he wouldn't kill like a, just a, a pissant soldier because he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to apply that much force. Exactly. Well, the Black Widow is not taking that into account here. No, I, I don't know. I'm not, I guess I don't want to. But I will say. Yeah. The fi- my final point about Richard K. Morgan, all of his heroes, mostly male, are completely implacable. They mm-hmm. kind of show this in, they kind of show this, I think, no, actually they do show this in the um, Alter Carbon series, but in the book Alter Carbon, you know, Takeshi Kovacs is captured by the bad guys. Yeah. And then he is put into like a virtual environment. Um, actually, they put him in the body of like a young girl in this virtual environment, and they need the information. They didn't know who he's working for, and they they just torture him to death, basically. And then they just put him in. They just reset the thing, and then they do it again, and they do it again and again and again That's and so again. Terrible. Yeah. Until and then he finally breaks out, and when he breaks out, he's free. Like he's gone. He's they don't know where he is. He got he's gotten away, and he goes and gets some guns, and he goes back in, and he kills everybody in there yeah he kills the girl at the desk like he kills the dog he kills everyone and burns it down so those are that's a morgan hero and that's what he's put onto nat in this case yeah right i'd like to see him maybe write a punisher i could see yeah you know what i mean yeah 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 i could see i think that this is a better fit for the punisher yeah i mean i'm okay with like widow killing people and like severely injuring people but it just seems like she's putting lots of people in body bags in oh, this. yeah like we'll need some extra yeah right exactly well even like i guess going back to to the ending so she kills those guys but then like they they capture her and because kestrel and um uh, what's his name martin show up and and they tie her up and she told Sally Ann to crawl away if she can and somehow Sally Ann I don't know how because she's on freaking drugs and it's not like she knew where the car was but she finds <laughs> Bobby who's the mob guy who yeah. helped uh, Widow get there yeah and she's like in the car and he's trying to get her to um, untie him because he knows where the boat is and like we can get out of here but she's like not listening to him right. And um, so Widow's being kind of tortured, but Kestrel's like, oh, I got to save something extra special for her. Extra yeah. special torturing. <laughs> um, extra spicy, tasty, crispy. Yeah. And then we see some hands grab Sally Ann from the back, and we don't know what's happening. Right. And then the next thing we know, they, Sally Ann is there, and it's like, oh, you get to talk for an hour or whatever. Yeah. And then... Um, it's um, Yelena. Yeah, it's Yelena. <laughs> it was Yelena the whole time, yeah. and it totally pops the bubble. It totally is a is a anti climax because we think that Martin, Martin, yes, uh, and Kestrel are going to go in there. Yes, and Widow is going to have to do something. She's because at this point, like there's there's before they meet her, uh, Kestrel gets her hands on Widow. Widow basically is just like, do it, do it. Yeah, kill me. You what to, are you why? waiting Someone's for? Someone's talking. Just just, yeah. just kill me already. Come on. Yeah, right. 
and uh, and we think, okay, well, that's that's a bluff and bravado. Like, how is Widow going to get out of here? She's got a key up her butt or, or something like that. What's she going to do? Mm-hmm. And so you think they're going to go in there and we're going to see Widow basically like turn the tables on them from being tied to a chair. Like, she'll be the one doing the interrogating. Right. And you think this great scene is going to come. And instead, it turns out Yelena Belova, the, those guards were her men. Yeah. She's in, infiltrated the place. She just walks in and lets Kat, uh, Nat go, yeah. and everything's fine. And then Nat just gets to chase them down in the in the jungle and kill kill them both yeah. fairly easily. Yeah, and then also Bobby, the 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 gang leader, gets killed somehow. Yeah, he got like, shot in the crossfire. And it's like, and then like they make a big moment out of it, and and like Widow's like, oh well, he wasn't a great guy, but he didn't deserve this. And it's like, what? Why is this happening? Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and so yeah, so Kestrel is is hurt in the assault by Yelena's people, and so she and yes. uh, and the guy and Martin, yeah, uh, get out of there, and she. I, I mean, Martin's not a for all his talk. He's not a match for the Black Widow. Like no. she just kills him. Even she's she's had the crap beaten out of her. She's on drugs. Yeah, uh, she's dehydrated. Yeah, uh, but she just yeah. He he gets one good shot in, and then she kills him. And then yeah. like Kestrel, there's no real thing. It's just you know you kill my partner, and she's like, tell him that it's a great Earth is great now that he's dead. Or this yeah. is some dumb line. I know. And she shoots her, and that's it. Well, and that like Kestrel, like the whole reason why Kestrel <laughs> this is, a, is after this is her. one of those stories where the good guy is a monster. The good guy is the is Jason. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're rooting for Jason. Right. She's a Jason. She's she's a freaky yeah, Jason. Well, and then it's I don't know about you, but I was kind of disappointed. Like you're, I think maybe you're saying this, like that it like. I, I, it's fine that oh it's Yelena and oh I was lying and I've come in with guns and I've been I go to the shooting range sometimes and like (laughs) you know like and she's doing spy stuff okay whatever maybe editorial came in maybe they got the the word came down before the last issue came out and they went no no we're gonna do things with Yelena so so you you gotta make make her more spy like yeah still a spy yeah maybe I don't know I just thought it was kind of disappointing though that Widow didn't find a way to get out of that situation. Because it kind of, this is Widow's story, and like yeah. the climax, she gets saved by Yelena Belova? What? Yeah. It's disappointing. Yeah. It's disappointing. And I don't feel like they really used Daredevil as much as they could have, or Fury in this story either. Um, like, Daredevil, like, is trying to figure out what Nat's up to, and like... There's no great reason for them, either of them, to be there. No. No. And, and because it's not like Fury, I guess he saves her in that one moment. But right. It, it isn't like he has to keep like, the, government, the president's up my ass over you. Stuff that they don't have a conversation like that. They I don't think they even meet. So, no. And then, yeah, and then Matt's there just for, I don't, I don't really know. He like stops Bobby from running away at one point, like shortly after. But like, it doesn't, yeah. But it's not like, yeah. Okay. Well, we, we, we did it. Uh, would you recommend this? <laughs> I don't know that I would, honestly. I mean, I I remember really actually, I, I, I enjoyed Homecoming. I, I feel like I enjoyed that six-issue series more than this series. So if you're going to read Richard K. Morgan, Black Widow, I say read Homecoming, skip this one. That's what I say. 
I would say that if you read the first one, you're going to be looking for more. And yeah, it's going to be hard to tell you to not read this. Yeah. So I guess I would just say, oh, read it. Read it, I guess. But um, I would also say that if you want to see Black Widow, I, you know what? Maybe, I don't, I don't know. I guess if you want to see Black Widow doing the stuff that she always says that she's done, where I've killed a ton of people, you're like, oh, right in my letter. Has she killed, what, were they all in uh, Canada? Did she kill people in Canada? Yeah, whoa. Um, if you want to actually see her doing some of that stuff that uh, she always you know, cries about having done, uh, this guess. is the one. Yeah. But in terms of trying to bring home some of those themes that we were talking about um, in the first one, the say net chief. No, it doesn't do that. No, I and then just think I don't there's know. If... So much more at play in, in the the yeah. the first series, and it was just like I felt like it had more, you know, it had kind of a noiry vibe. Yes, and you were trying to it was you were trying to as a reader mm-hmm. along through Nat trying to to figure out what is this mystery of going on, like who is killing Black Widows, why are they doing it, right? That sort of thing, and, and that was that's, that was that's there. gone from this. Yeah. Yeah. We're just killing the rest of the people that didn't die in the first one. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if Morgan expected to get a third one, but uh, he didn't. And so we'll never really really get the third act of this. Maybe he was saving Jason for the third one. Jason! Right, yeah, exactly. Maybe he was. Uh, So anyway, it's uh, called The Things They Say About Her. Yes. Uh, If you do want to check it out, you can get it in hardback or softback and get it on Amazon or wherever. Check it out. The Black Widow. Knife Dick! And the sexual sweatshop. Oh, my God. That's it. Gross. Well, that's our show. Uh, thanks for joining us. Um, golly, that Black Widow. Yep. Uh, there's There's more stuff coming. I'm looking forward to it, honestly. I Deadly Origin is next up. Mm-hmm. That's the Paul Cornell one. Yes. Some shit goes down in that one. Okay. Some real shit goes down. Okay. All right. For good or bad. All right. Uh, I want to mention that I don't know if it's going to end up being the thing, but we had talked about, we didn't mention it all in the segment. Oh, no. We had talked about, like, you know, the poli- pl- pl- the proliferation. Pl- pl- Plethora. Very tired. Uh, plethora? Plethora. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Of butt shots in comics. Yes. And how Widow is the butt shot in youngest of them all. She's the butt shot queen. It's so weird because the rest of the covers of this series are mainly just, you know, Black Widow and something to do with what's going on. But Sienkiewicz was just really feeling it, I guess. Mm -hmm. And so the initial cover, the thing that would draw you in to this series is the buddiest shot of them all of Black Widow framed in a man's legs with her butt. Chooching out. taint and everything else coming out. And the shine, a shiny, a shiny ass. Yeah. The shiniest of asses. Something reflected in the shiny material of her cat suit. She wears this cat suit, which is like, I don't know what it's made of, but you don't want it to be made of vinyl (laughs) because it's reflective. Not when you're sneaking around at night and you're supposed to be a Ninjas don't wear vinyl. They wear cotton or something. (laughs) You know what I mean? They wear linen. Something that's not reflective and also does not make noise. Right. 
Yeah. It's just going to be like, oh, no, is the Black Widow around here? Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. What is that flash when over there? When you hear that sound, that's like Jason's like, you know, do, 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 da, 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 Yeah, whatever. right. Like the music. Like, oh, no. <laughs> Look for the shine. Look for the shine. Oh, my gosh. And so I was going to do a, a show of art that was... Um, it's high concept. It was going to be like the Seven Nation Army video, but yeah. it was just going to be a succession of, of you know, of, of Black Widow butts yeah. down to, uh, I don't know, Meg White or something like that. And uh, I actually couldn't find, where are all the butts? I don't know. I looked all over the internet and I couldn't find Black Widow butts. Do you, does it have to be... You know what's ruined? Different it? butts. Can the, it just the MCU be like... has well here. This is that's a that's a deviant art fan art. Yeah, that's pretty strong. Yeah, but that's not. I can't use that. That's um, right because this artist's thing. right, right, right. So anyway, could you use just the cover from the first issue of this and just hit, use it over and over and over again? You're a genius. <laughs> it means I don't have to use this panel from Daredevil 120 where Matt Murdock slaps Whoa. Black Widow on the butt. Whoa. He says, hey, slip into something barely legal. You have to be the most gorgeous thing at the party. She's like, you're a male chauvinist. And he smacks her on the butt and says, I said, move it. I said, move it. Darling. <laughs> they were dating at the time. Okay. Wow. Yeah. In San, All right. It's Francisco. still like, wow. They, they're, her name was on the book. They were Black Widow, the Daredevil and Black Widow. Oh, okay. Well, something. No, the MCU ruined it because now, now all you get is this. Yeah. ScarJo's right. butt. ScarJo's butt. Right. So I'm going to say, I didn't have a terrible time <laughs> searching for this. Did you know that in 1975, hmm. they wanted to make a Daredevil Black Widow series to capitalize on the popularity of Daredevil and the San Francisco storyline? And no. they came up with this. What is happening in that picture? It looks like a weird album cover. That's where... actor Ben Carruthers, and that is Angela Bowie. Okay, I don't I don't know who either of them are, but they That's they David look... Bowie's wife. Whoa. Yes. Okay. Wow. All right. Um it looks like a weird album cover where the devil is making some lady do something. I I I connected it all together. We were talking about David Bowie at the beginning of this and then I brought it all home and you don't appreciate good structure all in a right, podcast. Sorry. Why do I bother? Jeez. Let me just fire you and get two other fat guys in here and we'll just talk until Screw our you. tongues fall out Whatever. about video games. Whatever. There's not enough butts in this one. <sighs> Anyway, she, I like that she's wearing her wedding ring, too. So maybe this one. Oh, look. And they're doing the Seven Nation Army thing. I brought it all back. Yeah, you're right. Because they're, they're doing the thing. Only you're there's right. arms instead of legs. Yeah, you're right. That's weird. You don't appreciate me. Oh, come on. I you can appreciate too. us online at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, I think our last post is from 2018, but we're working on it on Instagram. Go mm-hmm. check out some of our con pics and think about cons gone by mm-hmm. now that there are no cons. Right. You can also find us on your listening platform of choice, whatever you're listening to us on. Listen, listen, listen. We're on Amazon Music. Listen. Yeah. Subscribe to us. Yes. We really need you to do that. Yes. Because you're just going to get it right away. If you're listening to the show Catch as Catch Can, upgrade yourself. It helps us out. Here's something else. Hmm. Give us a rating. That's yes. how they know we're doing a good job. Yes. Give us a review. Just yes. say, hey, let's talk about butts and knife dicks. Sure. It's <laughs> great. Five stars. You know? Give us one of those. We'd appreciate it. That's yes. how we move up in the world. Yes. So give us five just men whose throats are slit. They have families. They are grandfathers. Whoa. There's an unopened 
uh, Grandfather's Day card in the passenger seat of their car. Wow. That they will now never read. Dark. Because Freaky Jason, Natasha Romanoff, has killed them. <laughs> it's rough. It's rough to be a bad Dark. guy. I wouldn't want to be out there knowing she's out there. No. It works. No. Batman yeah. should... Oh, we talked about this already. What? Why does Batman just have a knife? <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't want to do my own material again, but Gun killed his parents. Let's get a knife. Yeah, I know, right? Knife man. Yeah, well. Stab the crap out of people. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like he does in BVS. He'd rather, like, bludgeon them to a pulp so they're, Yeah, he'd rather fracture their skulls and put them in a wheelchair forever. Yeah, or give them brain damage or something. Make that sacrifice, Bruce. Right. Just stab them. Yeah, right. A lot of guys with stab wounds coming into the ER. Right. Yeah, give us five stars instead. (laughs) Uh, That's it for us. We're going to wrap it up and we'll be back next week to talk about something else. Until then, I'm your host, Caliban. I'm your co-host, Mikan Hanna. Keep the geek fires burning. (laughs) 